0: VHS Files contains spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. It's showtime. It's showtime. It's showtime. Welcome to the VHS Files Podcast with Jenny Lou.
1: So what do you want to do tonight? Jason. What, what about pizza and movie night?
0: Eric. I want to rent a movie. And Josh. I want to go to a good video store so I can get a good movie. And this is the movie of the week.
2: Get this pizza
0: movie night started. Welcome back to the VHS Files podcast, where we go back in time for a movie of the week. We try to find the almost famous, a bigger quote, and the good, the bad, and the ugly of our favorite movies. And I just got to say, happy one year anniversary, everybody! Woo! Yeah! yeah! It's Woo! As you are listening to this, I think to the day that this episode will come out will be one year that we have been podcasting and we cannot believe it ourselves. (laughs) We did it. We did it. I remember I was telling Jenny today, I remember back, I think on our Beetlejuice episode that I was like, hey guys, we got to six episodes. It's a a milestone. (laughs) (laughs) We've managed to keep this train rolling for a year amidst a ton of setbacks, unexpected life events, COVID. <laughs> COVID was really the reason this started, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> this is birth from COVID.
3: <laughs> I had COVID. Yeah.
0: Jason's <laughs> missed a few
3: episodes because had he had COVID.
0: COVID. So, but we've managed to keep it going. And surprisingly, we have released content on average every week for the past year, which. I mean, with all the setbacks we've had with some things, I'm surprised that, you know, if you if you average everything that we put out, put out an episode a week, really. And I mean, I couldn't be happier for, for something like this. So,
4: yeah. And credit to you, Josh, uh, our, our fearless leader.
3: Uh, our editor.
4: Nobody puts more time into this podcast than Josh here, so we got to give Josh some credit here. Josh is
3: the backbone, the the brains, the eyeballs, the ooey gooey's, if you want to, of this podcast. Well, thank you so much, (laughs) and I also want to give a shout
0: out to everybody out there that's been listening to us over the past year. Uh, We've made a handful of really good friends over this time uh i want to give a shout out to troy and brad over at the not a bomb podcast yeah we were uh you know those guys have, i've been on their show a couple of times eric's been on there we're trying to get jason on there at some point but those guys are awesome please if you haven't checked out not a bomb podcast check them out. They're wherever you get your podcast just like us. You can go listen to them and they talk about movies that were bombs and if they were actually a bomb or if they're actually a decent movie. So if you haven't listened to them, please check them out. I want to give a shout out to our friend in California, Kate, Hi, who, Kate, who listens to all of our episodes. She's probably our biggest fan to be honest.
3: <laughs> no nah, more than likely let's give a shout out to our buddy nate nathan who's been a guest on our show a
0: few times. mr nathan simmons has been on a couple of times and i will actually be on his podcasts in a couple of weeks talking about uh a movie on the silver linings playlist again if you haven't uh check those guys out go check them out
4: that's a good show
0: damn sure is i'll be talking about brandon cronenberg's possessor next week i'm so
3: excited Ooh. the other thing is is uh Cause I really wanted something to do to show you that I care about the show since I don't do near as much as Josh <laughs> or Eric does, except, you know, make fun of Eric's movie choices. <laughs> Let's see. Our podcast runs 84 hours and 38 minutes. If you have listened to every episode <laughs> of what we have done, which equals three days, 12 hours and 38 minutes wow. of wow. glorious content from all of our lovely mouths that you hear every day. Our lovely mouths. Our lovely mouths, just bearded face and Josh's beautiful face and your red hair and Ginny's red hair. We just make a great team. (laughs) That's a lot of minutes. So, Kate, if you have listened every every episode, you're fucking awesome. Yeah, we're (laughs) sorry. And and we apologize.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we hope to grow over the next coming year, so we're not going anywhere. There's no plans of us stopping. We've even managed to start a sub show of the horror section where Jason and I and occasionally Eric will get on and talk about horror movies. Doing our mini-sodes and finally got our YouTube channel up and running. So you can see me there doing YouTube videos and giving reviews and things of that nature. So it's been an adventurous year for us. But um, going into the new year, I've got a couple of questions I wanted to ask you guys about our show. What are some of your favorite moments or surprises from the past year? I'll throw it to Jason. How about
3: that? Oh, God, man. I just did all that stuff. I'm winded. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's uh, winded from COVID. He's got long COVID. I, I still haven't <laughs> gotten over to COVID. <laughs> That's just a fucking funny thing, people. Go get your goddamn shot. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> nah, the things I enjoyed uh, over the past year, uh, I like that we did start the horror section. I think, I think I'll probably watch more horror movies than everybody here because that's, I mean, shoot, I even got a Halloween backdrop behind me. So uh, I loved the when we got to do our first horror section episode, which was Phantasm, which was a childhood favorite and a scarring childhood memory for <laughs> me. Uh we did the terrifier. I believe Eric was on that with us. That was our first like newer movie yeah. that we done period on the whole. Uh, I was going to bring up
0: terrifier time. as well. Like we, we all kind of kind of just sort of threw that movie out there and we're like, Hey, I just watched this. Jason watched this, Eric, why don't you watch this and we'll talk about it. And that was a really fun episode. I'm really glad we did that one.
3: Yeah. I'm looking forward to maybe doing some more of these newer movies that like all four of us haven't watched if we do one on the movie of the week or even on the horror section, some newer stuff that we haven't done. I, I believe we did Host also, the mm-hmm, Shutter yep, original, yep. which I in my math is our shortest episode. Oh yeah, well <laughs> at fifty two minutes,
0: <laughs> I think our, our I think our comments on that one were if the, if the podcast is longer than the movie on that one, there's a problem because <laughs> <laughs> that movie's only about fifty eight minutes runtime. Yeah,
3: but over that I've been. Totally happy with getting to spend this time with you guys every week or a couple times a week. Even though I did miss, I think I ended up missing three episodes of Scrooged, Home Alone, and Die Hard. I missed all the Christmas stuff.
4: Those were my favorite episodes.
3: (laughs) 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 Of course. Because I wasn't on your ass. Those were the those
4: were the easier episodes
0: to edit, I'll tell you that. (laughs)
3: Oh (laughs) fuck you. but yeah, it's been a great year getting to do this show with all of you. I mean, I've known Josh Jenny for years, Eric, I've met before I moved here and got to know over this past year. Tremendously. He's my football buddy on the show. Cause the other two don't care for football. So, yep. and yingling. So that's awesome. <laughs> but that's, a, that's mine for the year.
0: Well,
4: Eric,
3: you take it away.
0: Yeah. Eric, how about you? What was some of your favorite moments or surprises? From favorite the moments,
4: show? favorite moments. Um, uh, one that comes to my, pretty much anytime anyone rags on me, cracks me up. Uh, I, I really liked the life force episode when, uh, when Jason buried me under a, a sea of examples of, of better effects with a cheaper budget. Um, Jenny's Jenny's hit me with some, some rough, uh, comebacks over the, over the past year that has. Oh yeah. That's always fun. I got to say some of
0: some of the arguments between Jenny and Eric are classic. I mean, <laughs> I have such a blast when I'm editing those episodes and I'll just laugh out loud when you two are going at each other.
4: Uh, I will say uh, Nathan dropped a few lines that <laughs> caught us off guard, I think. Just some some blue humor that uh, that was pretty shocking at the time. I don't know how much of that actually made the cut for the show. But, some of it did. Some of it
3: didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I believe we got a new word uh, in, added to our nope, thing, we won't nope, say we're gonna, mm-hmm. no. We're nope. not going to. No, we're not going to say it. We'll oh, I liked uh, BP. That's all we're going to say. Oh well, I liked <laughs> continuity.
0: Continuity uh, is a good for one
4: for the VHS files glossary. That's a good one too. Yep. Jenny, any uh, favorite moments, surprises?
1: One of my favorites is arguing with Eric <laughs>
2: about
1: uh, specifically Tremors. <laughs> <where>
0: <laughs>
1: you go back and listen if you haven't. Um, and then our speculation on the never-ending story.
4: <laughs> that was a good
1: one. <laughs> oh,
4: yes, that's a great one. Yeah.
1: I really enjoyed the, uh, that thought experiment. And then, you know, whenever we've had guests on like Mike was on back to the future and and Nathan's been on a couple episodes so that's always fun to to get another voice in here
0: Mm -hmm. um I'll have to say uh, I I just uh, from my perspective coming into you know doing this for a year now it's I'm, you know, there's some of the some of the times when we're watching movies or we're scheduling movies to do during the podcast, and some of us may not really be too thrilled about doing uh, an episode on those particular movies. Uh, case in point, you know, I, I really wasn't too crazy about the Sandlot. I don't think Eric was. Uh, nope. There's a couple others in, in there, but. Honestly, those are the episodes that end up being the best, in my opinion, whenever I'm editing them together and just, you know, we seem to have a lot of fun with the movies that we're not excited to talk about. And that has been the most surprising thing doing this for me is I could be I could just be completely out the window of not wanting to, to watch a movie, talk about a movie. But as soon as we watch it and get on here and record, I have such a great time. Yeah, I agree. So I I'm I almost am looking forward to movies that either I haven't seen or they're, that are, you know, not held in a very high regard or maybe things that I'm not excited about. Like I I'm starting to feel like as though maybe I'm going to get more excited now about movies that I have no, <laughs> no passion to want to talk about. Uh, it just it's one of those reverse psychology sort of things, you know,
4: I can't wait to watch something I don't want to watch. Yeah, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Maximum Overdrive's coming.
0: Yeah, it's coming. Oh, I up. don't want to watch that. So
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited. So
0: does anybody have any favorite episodes we've done over the over the past year?
1: You want to do favorite and least favorite at the same time?
0: Uh, well, I've got favorite and least favorite here, so yeah, I'll go ahead and just say mine was. Well, I've got a couple for favorite. I, I like Tremors because that kind of kicked off, you know, the the bickering between us in some situations. And we've seemed to have gotten more into that as we've gone along here. So I thought that was a good Genesis episode. I love the Rob Lobo cop that we <laughs> talked about in the RoboCop episode. <laughs> nice. That's one of my favorite moments. <sighs> and uh, I thought our th- uh, episode on Jar- John Carpenter's, the thing was really good also. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as far as my least favorite movie we've covered on the show so far, uh, not that I don't like the movie, but watching Heather's, <laughs> kind of was was a, was a little different wow.
2: oh, <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. And, and
0: that's you know no offense to you for picking the movie or anything it's just that movie just did not really hold up all that well for me so I mean that's probably the my least the, the one that I had the least amount of a good time watching so
1: so
3: does anybody want to place money on what Jenny is going to say is the worst episode did we got <laughs> anybody got five on it. So $5 well, down. Let's take $5. Well, again, not necessarily
0: the worst episode, the worst movie we've covered. Oh, for, well, we're, so. well,
3: that's what I meant. Worst movie. I was going to think we could bet on Jenny's.
1: My favorite episode that we've done is Heather's.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I really felt like that was one of the first times where it was a movie that I had watched over and over again that. Most of you had not. Right. And yeah. so it kind of felt like mine mm-hmm. and you're wrong because it's <laughs> still quotable. It's just my opinion. This, I, this morning I asked Yoshi, what's your damage, Heather? <laughs> like, come, on. come uh, on. My least favorite episode... Conan the Barbarian. No, that no, that I wrote it down. Oh, man. Right <laughs> if, I, if I never see this movie again.
3: Uh, be oh, god. Yeah, <laughs> That's so awesome because I was like, Jenny's going to hate Conan.
0: What about you guys? Some of your favorites we've watched, least favorite? Go ahead,
3: Eric. You go. I went first earlier. So I, uh,
4: I like the Thing episode as well, Josh. I like the Die Hard episode. I like the Tremors episode. I really like the um I like the Life Force episode. I yes. like that we were at each other's throats on that one. Even um, if we
0: didn't agree on the movie, that was a very fun episode for sure.
4: Yeah. Um worst movie, easily One Crazy Summer. I knew you were gonna that say was That was a stinker. <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: if you were forced to rewatch One Crazy Summer or Life Force?
4: Oh, Life Force all day. <laughs>
3: day <laughs>
4: <laughs> doesn't mean i love life force i'm just saying you know you love
3: it own it <laughs> jason how about you buddy oh let's see anybody care to guess which my favorite episode was you can't say
0: halloween,
3: halloween. <laughs> yes it was <laughs> <laughs> uh that uh the phantasm episode yep uh the terrifier uh and i loved point break because it started really the whole what if thing that we went into with keanu reeves and patrick swayze's characters (laughs) that was fun going back and forth through all their man that was so fun um and I, and I still even loved the American werewolf in London when we did the whole, that kind of started our recast
0: yeah, yeah. which we haven't really been doing recast very, very often. <laughs> I mean, it's something that I don't think would really work every episode, but it might be yeah. fun to go back to at some point. So
3: our, our, our least favorite, uh, sorry, Jenny, no, 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 there's two, but I'm going to say this one first and I'm saying, sorry, Jenny. Adventures in babysitting. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs>
3: I, I still have like nightmares of the whole her singing of the babysitter blues uh, on the stage thing. Yeah. Taking care of these Just
2: guys. My like <laughs> opinion, man. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: But uh my number one least favorite. Number one least favorite. All, please, Josh. <laughs> life force (laughs) a shocking development y'all shocking that coming utterly shocking why didn't you apologize
4: to me like you apologize to jenny that's what i would like you
3: you get no apologies for that because i am going to for when we get to episode 100 and we do this again next year i will still say my least favorite episode.
0: Yeah. Life. You're never going to hear anything other than life force from Jason. Now that's just I mean, you know, what you get when you get when you have how many, Jason. Episodes,
3: how many episodes has it been since we did that? I think I've mentioned it in every episode <laughs> some way, somehow, but, uh, yeah, I mean, those are my favorite of course in that, you know, the Friday the 13th things. And I think we totally Friday the 13th Eric out of yeah. any watching any Friday 13 movie ever again, Jenny too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
4: honestly, I, one of those, one of those Friday thirteenth might be worse than one crazy summer. I'm, oh, I'm not sure. They run yeah. together a little bit, but right. uh,
0: that was a long time ago. That was like episode four. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was
3: our one and only time of doing a five for five, I do believe. <laughs> yeah, we
0: did. We decided that time that that's probably not a very good idea, so we won't be doing those. Yeah, that
3: was like nearly eight and a half, nine and a half t- hours of movie watching to do that episode. <laughs> yeah, I told
4: so. Josh, I'm good for one movie a week that's all I can commit to. And he's like, all right, we got five movies this week. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> what?
3: Well, then we did Halloween one and two together. So yeah, yeah. but well, those are yeah. kind of
0: a package deal, but so in the coming year, any movies you guys are looking forward to talking about anything in particular, you guys would like to bring up in, in the next year and talk about something you're excited to, to talk about.
4: I'm excited to talk about, uh, any Cronenberg. I want to get some Cronenberg in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we might be doing Evil Dead, the origi- the first Evil Dead soon. I'd like to revisit that. It's been a while. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of excited to go back and look at that. I've watched Evil Dead 2 countless times. But right. Evil Dead, I've only seen really a couple times. And it's been a while. So I'm,
3: I'm curious to go back on that one. That I think one... when we do Evil Dead, we should do both of them together. Because it's nah. the same damn movie. Yeah. You can watch both.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That one may be coming up sooner than you might expect, to be honest. Jason, how about you? You got anything you're looking forward to or anything on your list that you want to talk about next year?
3: I want to do some more uh, because we haven't really done that on here. I mean, we did The Crow. We'll do some comic book movies. I mean, I know everybody else talks about them, but, dude, I love comic book movies. I want to talk about maybe the first uh, uh, Raimi Spider-Man movies. Everybody's forgot about Tobey Maguire. Well, he might be showing up in the new Spider-Man movie, but I want to do some of those. I mean, I've
4: seen largely support for Tobey Maguire as like yeah. many people's favorite Spider-Man on, yeah. on Twitter yeah. recently. I was actually kind of surprised by how many people were really looking back at, at Toby favorably. I, I would expect that to not be the case, but it seems like people really do like their Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Well,
3: Peter that Parker. and Josh and I have had many conversations about Spider-Man 3 and how we could have fixed that movie. Josh has a really good idea and I would like to just get into that. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe somebody shares the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course the newer Halloween movies coming out. I like to talk about those, And I want to talk about pig. Cause I haven't watched it yet.
2: Yeah. the Cage
3: movie. I know you've watched it. Yeah. I need to watch it. I, I, and I've heard good stuff about it. Maybe let's like getting him back to. <laughs> up Eric, There.
0: Eric, Eric passed on pig to watch reminiscence.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pass on it per se. I was sort of pressured. <laughs> Jenny, you
0: got anything you're looking forward to or anything to put on the list for this
1: coming year? Yeah. I want to do Princess Bride, Uh Labyrinth. Uh
3: Yeah, I'm down with that.
1: And Empire Records. Oh, yeah. 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 Those are my three must haves for the coming year
3: smell bad <laughs> <laughs> I like the labyrinth we need to do that my girlfriend loves that movie so yeah well, I'm down for that one
0: I'm definitely looking forward to any of the stuff that I haven't seen namely stuff like last action hero yeah and, and movies that I completely missed when I was younger and I'm anxious to talk about those it like, again that's another thing when we haven't seen something or something that you know, like with me, things that were in my wheelhouse when I was younger and I missed them for whatever reason. I think it's going to be fun to go back and talk about them now since I don't have a nostalgia for them. But
1: we're going to put Steel Magnolias on the
0: list. Steel Magnolias can go on there. I would love to talk about Fried Green Tomatoes as well. Just saw that for the I, first time recently. And goddamn, I, why the fuck didn't somebody tell me that movie was so goddamn good? I, t- I don't knew, know bro but-
3: we all knew yeah we all knew i've <laughs> seen it i can't tell you how many times it's not a bad movie i prefer it over still magnolias but still magnolias is, is a movie i've actually seen quite a few times because of my mom but uh i, I like fried green tomatoes dude it's 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 really good gonna mm-hmm. really, be really good
0: well here's to another year of us doing this we're gonna go ahead and jump into this week's episode and tonight we're talking about 1987's the running man
2: the movie of the week In the year 2017, an innocent man accused of a crime has a choice. Hard time or prime time? Sensational. Perfect contestant. I want him. He must pay or play the running man. On your mark! I'll be back. Go! The highest rated TV show in history. Because they want us to stay. It's a game between life and death. Give you lift
3: <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is the running man we've never done 1987
0: is this our first i 1987 know it's movie? like you know 1987
3: had it was a shit year for movies so i mean <laughs> <laughs> as eric pointed out that you know another 1987 movie but josh also pointed out you picked it <laughs> <laughs> i so. picked it and i didn't realize It was an accident.
0: That's the thing about 1987 movies is you don't really realize they were from that year until you start doing research on them. And you're like, oh, shit, another one. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and throw my hat in the ring and say 1987, possibly the best year for movies.
4: It's pretty epic. (laughs) Uh, uh, Certainly in the 80s, you might might be able to say best 80s year for Mm -hmm. movies.
3: That could definitely uh, hold true, I think. Maybe that's another episode. We pick uh, the best year out of every decade.
0: Uh, It could happen. Anything's possible.
4: No one knows for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
3: The Running Man was uh,
0: adapted from a Richard Bachman novel, which is actually Stephen King for anybody who doesn't know. I don't know who wouldn't know that at this point. It was directed by Paul Michael Glazer. Does anybody recognize that name?
3: Uh, I remember him from the TV show that he was on, not that's, as a director.
0: That's where I was going with this. Is uh, not really known for his uh, directing, more like his acting.
3: Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, he was... say, that's what everybody knows him from. The Starsky and Hutch man. Get to it. Right. I mean, yeah, we're <laughs> waiting for you to say Starsky and Hutch, but He was Starsky.
0: Yep. 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 And then uh, looks like in 1986 he had his first his directorial debut of. Band on the Hand. Never heard of that one. Then he has The Running Man, The Cutting Edge. Hey, I like that
1: movie. (gasps) The Cutting Edge? Yeah. I I like like... that
0: movie, dude.
3: That's the skating movie.
0: Never seen that one.
3: Dude! Man, that's funny. That's a good movie. We should put uh, that on
4: the old list. eh?
3: mm -hmm. There you go. And probably his (laughs) best movie to date, Kazam. Is that the Sinbad
0: movie? That is the Shaquille O'Neal movie. Shaquille
1: O'Neal one,
3: yeah. Because then there's some myth out there that there's a there was already a Shazam movie. It's like a Hollywood yes. myth mm-hmm. out there, but there wasn't. But it was Kazam.
1: The Mandela effect.
3: Yeah, Mandela. Yeah. Whatever. Nelson Mandela
4: effect.
1: Not Nelson Mandela.
4: No, not Nelson Mandela no. effect. Oh. No. Oh. get it right, Eric. I thought I was right. Thank you, Josh.
0: No, no that's where it's it derived is,
1: from. Yeah, but. Yes, the original uh, situation is.
0: Well, this was released on November 13th, 1987. Budget of $27 million with a box office of 38.1. U.S. U.S. So I don't really know if you would call it a super success. I mean, it did make its money back, but definitely not a blockbuster by any means. And was released amongst the likes of Teen Wolf 2, Three Men and a Baby. (laughs) 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 The Hidden, Less Than Zero, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which we've done on our show, and Flowers in the Attic, amongst all the other 1987 movies we've already talked about on our show. So, it's time for Mr. Eric to take us
4: back in time.
1: We're sending you back in time. (gasps) Whoa, this is
4: heavy. Well, Josh, uh, this being the 10th back in time for 1987, uh, I have nothing (laughs) prepared. I don't blame you, sir. Uh, it's the 10th man. I'm digging, I'm getting information and it's just not interesting and it's hard to next time I'll do better. But, uh, for now I do have one. I have, I music's easy to pick. So I got us a track from 1987 hit it, Josh.
0: Yeah. Hey, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Jenny. We should have went and saw Huey Lewis in the news.
3: Yeah, you should have. Yeah, who made that decision, Josh?
0: (laughs) I'm beating a dead horse with that one. But yes, Huey Lewis in the news. Great band, man. Out of the two shows that you asked me to go to, one being Huey Lewis in the news, and the other being Bill Cosby. I picked Bill Cosby. <laughs>
4: said- I, I don't know, dude. I think I would have picked Bill Cosby too. Assuming this was pre, this was, was revelation. Pre- this
0: was like a uh, pre, like like a month before all the shit came out very about
1: Bill Cosby. Close.
4: So that's kind of interesting, even though it's weird, you know, and bad, but it's kind of interesting as well. I mean, right. I, I would have. Well, uh, I really. Regret not going to see Martin Short, who came by Oh yeah. here when he did, like, yeah, I mean, obviously, I can still see Martin Short in theory, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that was one that I wish I had gone to.
3: Yeah, I remember that you were listening, uh, Joshua, we were in the band, we were yeah. practicing downtown, and it was literally Right there at the, like across uh, the street from where right, we practiced. Yeah. Yeah. We could like everybody going on and everything like that. And he's like, yeah, I could have went to that. Now we're kicking ourselves in the ass. Cause it would have been a fun show to go to.
4: Actually speaking of Martin short, my parents in the mid seventies, uh, passed up a comedy show by a guy that would put a, uh, an arrow through his head Play the no. banjo, yes, no, yes, no, yes. They passed a, a Steve Martin stand-up show in the seventies because wow. they didn't know who he was, and they could have seen him, and it was like in town, and they missed it. Have you heard <laughs> yeah. about this new show on Hulu,
0: "The Only Murders in the Building" with Steve yeah. Steve Martin? We've seen and Martin the Short. first
4: few episodes, yeah.
0: Jenny's been trying to get sure. me to watch it, and I've been passing it to watch other things that we've been watching, but it looks
4: interesting for sure. It's fun so far. Cool. Yeah, I, I-, I love Martin Short. I mean, he's hilarious in it. So I think it's, what
1: we've learned is you just need to listen to me for everything. Yeah.
4: Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Occasionally.
0: Well, well, I got a couple little trivia questions here for everybody for you know, regarding 1987. Um, Sigourney Weaver was nominated for an Academy Award in 1987, but lost to Marley Maitland for her performance in Children of a Lesser God. What movie was Weaver nominated
4: for? 87. Yeah. T-minus 30 seconds. 30 seconds? That's plenty of time to go to IMDb.
3: Was <laughs> it, it that movie with Harrison Ford in it?
4: T-minus
0: 20 seconds. You guys what are, are going to th- hate yourselves when I tell you the answer to this one. Aliens? Yeah, aliens. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs>
4: aliens! <laughs> I just didn't think that was an Oscar-worthy performance. Exactly. That's kind of but... why
0: I thought this was a cool question. Is you really don't don't think about the fact that she was nominated for a fucking Oscar
4: for aliens? <laughs> I mean, I I think she's amazing in the Alien films, but
0: well, I think this is just Ooh. my opinion, but I think the Oscar probably went to the wrong performance, considering who's heard of uh, uh, Children of a Lesser God.
4: Is that the, that's the the deaf woman, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. She's deaf. You can't, like...
4: You can't shit on a deaf actress that. winning the Oscar. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, you I can't mean, be insensitive. It obviously
0: wasn't a very memorable performance if I don't remember who she is or what the movie
4: was. <laughs> hey, Josh, clearly you're not thinking of our deaf listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a bad joke. I, bad oh, joke. You know, I, thought, I think even deaf people might think that's funny. If they have a good sense of humor,
1: it was a
0: risky one. I'm sorry for offending anybody out there, but anybody part of the deaf community, but I think.
1: I'm just saying, people, normal people, have heard of Marley Matlin.
0: Yes. Well, I didn't say Marley Matlin, I said Children of a Lesser God. I don't remember the movie. I've never even heard of this movie.
4: Listen to this guy backpedal. (laughs) Dang, he's backpedaling quick.
0: (laughs) Well a bonus question here Who won the award For best supporting actress For her performance In Hannah and her sisters I'll give you a hint We have talked about her On this show
3: T-minus 30 seconds
0: No googling You assholes
4: Is it Who's No I don't want to guess Because I don't know that T-minus no, 20 seconds
2: movies.
4: Hannah
0: and her sisters Directed by Uh Annie Hall guy Uh
4: Ten. Oh <laughs> guy. Woody eight, Allen. Seven, Woody Allen. Six,
3: five, there 1, Three, <laughs> two, one, zero.
0: Diane Weast. I like her. Yep. Well, that was a dud of an answer. Yeah. <laughs> that was like
3: mark <laughs> wk Diane Weast.
0: All right, well, let's Let's get into the Running Man. Uh, I I watched this movie a fuck ton when I was a kid because I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger. Obviously, uh, what about everybody else here? Tell me about your first experience. What you thought about watching it this time? Let's start with Jenny.
1: I don't remember watching this as a child. My dad might have had it on. Seems like a dad, one of your dad's loves kind of movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think I've said that before. Uh, so probably the first time I ever like sat down to watch it with any purpose was when we were together. So I've probably seen this movie three times at most.
0: Now watching this movie from the perspective of being a huge Stephen King fan and this being based on his story, how do you think it translates? Have you read the running man?
1: I've read the Bachman books, So yes, it has been a long time since I have read them. Uh,
0: cause it's, it's pretty notably different from the movie.
1: It's, a uh, yes. From what I remember, it's, it's very different. Um, it's not quite so humorous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so yeah, I, again, it's been so long since I've read it and so little that I've seen it that I couldn't make an accurate comparison, but I hope I,
4: you can recall some things because I, I I was curious about that. Uh, you know what differences were. were there I have I have some the... notes here about. Okay.
1: I mean, it was a, it was long. It's like 20, 20 plus years ago. Though,
4: right? Twenty plus <laughs> years. I, you know, How is I that mean, possible? I, you could read when you were four. I know. You're
3: reading right? Stephen King. <laughs> <I'm about laughs> the say, you're, you're, <laughs> a day, you're not a day over twenty five.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a minute, but. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for the support.
0: Well, Eric, this was your pick. So how about you?
4: Did you see this when you were younger or is this the
0: first well, time watch for
4: you? Part of why this was my pick was because this was one that I, I only think I, I caught on TV edits from time to time and parts of it. I don't think I ever watched this start to finish. Wow. Um, which is, you know, kind of what I'm looking for here when I'm picking movies. I, I want to watch stuff I haven't seen or that I, you know, you know, these movies that you see parts of, but you never really feel like you have like a, a gr- full grasp of the film. So uh, that was what drew me to it. And uh, so this was, I'll call this my first watch and um, it was fun.
0: Cool. I'm anxious to hear what your thoughts are going into the discussion here, Jason.
3: I do have some thoughts. <laughs> have a thought or one thought or two. will i I'm working on it. Okay. You did have time for those notes, right?
4: Oh. Oh.
3: Uh, Sorry, I wasn't listening. Exactly. Did you say? Are Are you on the podcast? Okay. Uh, I only listen when I'm talking. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, John. I've seen this movie so many times as a kid. I mean, uh, I didn't see it in the theater because I was like, I think I was 10 when it came out, but definitely not in the theater. It was definitely a rental when it came out at the local video store, and then I can't count how many times I've seen it on TV. Yeah. Oh my God. It this was is on one that was so on cable so old. much. Right, and that's how that's where my experience came from. And know? again, it was like 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 I've said, it was TBS and TNT. It was always on there. Mm-hmm. So much man. Ted Turner loved these old movies, dude. He replayed them like to the ground. Well I mean uh, it was
0: a it's a perfect candidate for that sort of thing being <laughs> as though that it's based on you know a, a game show on a on a cable or you know a network TV game show back you know uh, one thing I did want to bring up and see how you guys feel about it is like we've reached that point now where we've gotten to where these movies that were set in the future back when we were young 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 kids this was set in 19 or i'm sorry uh, 2017 Mm -hmm. right and we've we've surpassed it how do you guys feel about these movies that have have sort of like kind of put a magnifying glass on on the future and now we've passed the future and we're we're, uh we're past where all these movies are at how do you guys feel this one holds up in that regard
4: i mean you know years aside you know getting the numbers wrong or whatever i think this movie is a little prophetic Uh, in a few ways yeah uh you know the the largest one being reality television
0: for sure Mm -hmm. yep
4: oh yeah Uh, so and we'll get into it as we get in here but there's there's quite a number of things that this movie predicts
3: (laughs) yeah it's pretty interesting and it's actually set in 2019
0: it starts in 2017 and then goes to two years later so yeah
3: so
4: but it's uh, uh, for for, as far as i can tell it's they're in much better shape than we are (laughs)
3: <laughs> i don't know about that but it's still pretty bad it, i don't know like watch this time through I, I got a lot of robocop vibes too you know i have a
0: note here that says this this movie could be in the same universe as robocop it's Robo-
3: yes this could be a different uh city than detroit easily well if if we're if
4: we're talking about other realities it could be in it has kind of a carpenter escape from New York vibe it, to it as well. That's in my notes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially when it kicks off and you you start off with a synth score and some of the visuals and some of the vibes, it feels very carpenterish to me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Um I mean, this kicks off. I mean, we're in a we're in a bad state. It's 2017. Uh, you got Arnold, who's manning this helicopter, and he's is instructed by his commanding officer to gun down innocent civilians
1: because this is the more creative method they have for controlling the population.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, my hmm. first inkling of uh, well, I won't say my first inkling, but as we were watching this movie, I I really feel like this movie would be a great TV show like if you really kind of set it in a yeah. it's got enough substance there to where you could get into not just the aspect of the uh, i is it ICS is the name of the ICS. company it's ICS yeah. and then you got yeah, OCP yeah um, <laughs> OCP even the commercials the 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 Dude, climbing yes. climbing for dollars and all of that stuff oh so, yeah 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 definitely i mean that's that's where the robocop comparison definitely comes in here but I think you've got enough substance there with just the, the company. And then you've got the runners. You've got the people who work for ICS and how their lives can play into all of that stuff. But I was a little heartbroken because I, I think I had a full treatment ready. I was telling Jenny last night. I was like, you could do this and you could do this and blah, 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 blah. And it would be a great, you know, uh, uh, episodic sort of thing you could watch. But I found out that Edgar Wright... Is actually connected to a uh, a reboot of this.
3: Yeah, shit. He's going Uh, to film. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, really?
0: It's in development right now. Dude, that that sounds cool. That made me excited, to be honest. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I mean. I'll, I'll see if I can shoot Edgar an email and give him some of my ideas.
4: <laughs> we better be careful about throwing ideas out, because we might have an actual running man reality TV show <laughs> on ABC. You know, right. No, Fox. We'll say Fox. Uh, you know, Fox De- would have... Definitely Fox. You know, definitely Fox. <laughs> it's like people actually... I mean, honestly, guys, like, I feel like we will get to that point. We will get to the point where people are risking their lives. I mean, we kind of already are. You have some... Some kind of risky reality television stuff. I think you got to push the envelope. They're going to keep going more and more extreme until, you know, I I do think at some point, it, given the current trajectory, that's yeah. a tough word right now. But uh, I I think I it doesn't seem out of out of
0: no, it doesn't
4: like out of the realm of possibility yeah. that you could have an actual reality show where people are risking their lives and actually dying on television. And it's, and it's funny
0: because I, I posted that we were watching it um, on, on our social media, like I normally do when we're watching movies. And our buddy, Nathan, who we've mentioned already, came, uh, came on and put a comment. Oh, I love a good documentary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. And next week we're doing Idiocracy.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a documentary films of today's world.
0: One thing I did notice in this opening scene with uh, Arnold and the guys in the helicopter is there's some really bad rear projection. Going on inside the helicopter.
3: Dude, Dude, the whole shot of the helicopter, I have it written down here, is bad, dude. You're trying to tell me that Arnold wasn't flying this helicopter? I mean,
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I believe that guy can do anything. I mean, he was the governor of California.
4: He can drive a tank. I know that. (laughs) He can drive a Hummer. Hey, for sure. He's he's already got his Stogies, though. Oh yeah. He's
1: but he's not,
4: not missing his stogie time. Nope. Love the Stogie. I love a the stogie. Uh, that's the worst impression. That was a ever pretty done.
0: pretty no. bad Schwarzenegger impression there. Ah
4: right? uh, Stogie. <laughs> get down, oh, get, get down. Stogie. <laughs> I light my
0: stogie with a flamethrower. Jim Brown, light my stogie. All right, sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he doesn't even use the line that Arnold uses in the movie. <laughs> so I mean that's that really like this movie is a vessel. For Schwarzenegger one-liners.
4: <laughs> oh, I mean, so many one-liners in this movie. Mm-hmm. I even a, a Terminator reference. I didn't know that was in this. I. Yeah. That. Yeah. I may have
0: missed that. Well, which one are we talking about? He says, "I'll be back." He says, "I'll be, he back. Says, I'll be back." Yeah. <laughs>
4: he says, uh, Josh, what the
1: what says, the hell is back.
4: wrong with you?" He says, "I'll be back in all of
0: his movies."
4: None. Yeah, but I mean this is an old movie.
1: But that's like the Terminator thing. That's the Terminator
4: line. If I say there's a Terminator reference and you go I don't know where I is. No, no and you're no, really no. discounting I'll be back. You guys obviously have not
0: watched enough fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movies because I have he, watched he plenty says, of Arnold
4: says he says I'll be back
0: in every fucking yeah, movie. Yeah. And he's why in. does he say it? What is it referencing? It doesn't matter gosh. that it was in the Terminator first.
4: The it's Terminator, referencing. Yes it does. Of course it does from Terminator. Every time it is a Terminator reference. Every time hey, he says I'll be back. It's, can, can what we, what change, are we talking about right now? Can
3: I changed my vote to this being the, my favorite <laughs> 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 I'm just sitting here watching the three of you argue. It's so funny. You're like getting red in the face. It's awesome. <laughs> I look at I
0: I'll be back as his just Arnold Schwarzenegger's tagline. It doesn't matter that it started in Terminator for me. Of like that is it just does. A...
3: that's that's just absolute but, bollocks. But, <laughs> if ne- but if he would have but if he would have never said it in Terminator, <laughs> he, it would have not been nothing. It'd that-
4: be weird if he just said it in every movie, no matter what. It's obviously a Terminator reference. Exactly. Get out of here. Get I'm out with of Eric.
3: I, I'm I'm with Eric on this. One. Jenny,
4: backhand this fool. You guys can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs>
3: what a weird hill to die on josh <laughs> but what you're talking about all the quotes and when we get to that section we're gonna need a bigger quote oh we yeah need bigger quote a bigger section. quote section <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, and then, you know he he decided he's like i'm not gonna gun down these people and of course they take him out and blame him for the crime and you know this is another thing that got me thinking about how this could play into and be very meta for a TV show or a movie to kind of play with that aspect of things now about how we've gotten into all this quote unquote fake news and how things are well, fabricated for the media. All
1: of our media is manipulated. Yeah, for sure. It. Like so. Well,
4: it, arguably it, it always has been.
1: Yes. Correct.
4: Um, but i i i think yeah you're right i mean this gets into that stuff and that is something that is just as important nowadays as it's ever been uh you know media controlling the narrative controlling pol you know heavily involved in politics you know controlling public opinion that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. uh you know character assassination as they do with Amber in this. And yeah, and yeah. it's really interesting. I mean, it, si- similarly to some of the stuff with, like you say, in, in Robocop, you know, with the, the media and, and TV and that uh, presented in that, um, I don't know, man, this, this movie is like really smart and really dumb at the same time. You're very right. I mean, that is the most honest statement you could
3: have yes. made about this movie. Yes.
4: It just got
0: great ideas, but it, again, like just the fact that they decided to have number one Schwarzenegger in this. I mean, Schwarzenegger, honestly, I don't think is bad in this movie. I think the script he is given in this movie yeah. just makes it cheesy.
3: It's literally like, hey, we got this movie. We're going to do this thing. And we're going to write you at least 50 one-liners to lay through the whole thing. And everybody else, we're just going to give you a little remedial shit to read yeah. and-, and then go from there.
0: And honestly, like, I think, and as much as this movie really is just a, 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 a fucking hour and 45 minutes of one-liners, I think you could really... And that's probably what most people remember this movie for. I think you could cut a lot of the one-liners out of this and still have a very good movie. Yeah. And, and, but, like... We're going to talk about the one-liners when we get to our quote section. But yeah, I mean, like, and you can tell a lot of the stuff in this movie was ADR'd in and like it wasn't said on screen. It's stuff they added later. So I think you have a really good, smart, political movie here that is just kind of mucked up by the script. Eric, what you got?
4: Well, I mean, I don't want to overthink it, but I would argue that there, there could be a little meta wink wink going on where you know you're you're talking about how the media is trying to put on a show for you and you're, you're 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 you have some satire going on and you're kind of skewering that but at the same time you're you're relishing in that you're giving us mm-hmm. one-liners you're giving us gore you're giving us action it's kind of uh doing the thing that it's skewering at the same time and yeah similarly to what verhoeven does with robocop you know it, it, I mean maybe I'm giving it too much credit I don't know but yeah
0: I mean you, uh, you make a you make a good point cuz I mean you've got a, plenty of one you've got plenty of one liners in RoboCop RoboCop's spitting sure, out one liners oh, yeah. left and right but there's something that seems a little more I don't know official about RoboCop than something like Running Man here
4: Well I mean I would say RoboCop is a better movie and, Oh yeah oh yeah and you know smarter oh, cool. and, and a little more focused Mm -hmm. on what it's doing
0: but he's uh you know ben richards is schwarzenegger's name in this and he is labeled the butcher of bakersfield which he's called many times in the movie and uh you know we we open up with him in prison working in like a steel mill and whatnot
4: 18 months he spent 18 months in in the detention zone
0: and uh i really like the score here when they're introducing everybody right here in this area i think the score is pretty effective
3: Dude, yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up uh, when they're doing the the fight scene and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it was, the music was done by Harold Faltermeyer. Uh, I'm probably butchering his name. I'm sorry, uh, but that guy did stuff like for uh, Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, mm-hmm. he won a couple of Grammys for his music. But what I thought, I mean, as soon as I heard it, is this band Laserhawk that we love, dude. It sounds like <laughs> Laserhawk on the. I mean, <laughs> like. If they remake this, like when Edgar Wright does it, he needs to have Laserhawk do the soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I mean you've got all these bands yeah, and, uh, nowadays that are that are feeding off up. those old scores. Yeah, and that's—I won't say Running Man is a solid score. I mean, there's some score yeah. in this movie that I think is a little weak, but in the in the dramatic areas of the movie, I think the score works pretty well.
3: Yeah. And the one thing I do want to do, uh, Eric, do you smoke cigars? I do not. I want you to put a cigar in your mouth and turn that way because when I first see. Arnold walking when he's got the, be- the beard. I was, saying, I was like, I <laughs> the Arnold
1: beard. Hey, Dude,
3: good to he see looked, Arnold. In yeah. The beard, how do we eh? feel about
0: Dude. Arnold in the beard in this one? Dude, he looks like um,
1: the man. It's kind of scruffy. Well, he's but, in you, prison. but you did make a comment. He's in prison. You
0: did make a comment when they showed Arnold, when they put Arnold on screen at the beginning. Uh, what'd you say?
1: What did I
2: say?
0: You're like, God damn. Look at that bicep. Oh, <laughs> <Dude.
2: laughs> <He laughs> <is. laughs> she yacked yeah this one this is like
0: fucking commando man when he walks up with that tree that That
3: wasn't a log that was a whole fucking tree well that's what i meant it was the log of the tree (laughs) i was like geez but yeah when he walked up with the scruffy beard because i think the only time we really see that is what in at the end of uh conan where he's sitting on the throne and he's grew the whole yeah i think later
4: doesn't he have a beard and like end of days or something. Kindergarten I, cop, he's got a beard at the beginning uh, of the that. yeah, movie. That's right.
1: But, uh, that's, uh,
4: but that was a fake beard, wasn't it? Is this a fake beard? Is this a real beard? No, this looks real, dude. Looked real, right?
1: That one movie, it's...
4: I did watch it in, in 4K, so... The, the the zombie
0: movie?
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, I
0: can't... Maggie is the name yeah,
1: of that. Yeah. Oh, Maggie. Yeah, yeah, he appeared beard in that movie. <laughs> oh, I don't Sorry, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But yeah, when he walks out, I was like, man, Eric's doing... What's the name stuff here? I was like, this <laughs> is I'm just if talking only. about I'm, for the neck up, dude. Sorry, bro. I, yes. Thank you for
4: <laughs> clarifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I didn't know that. Um, so, hey, I want to give, first of all, since our movie is called The Running Man, I want to give Schwarzenegger some credit because big dudes, bodybuilders, when they run, they look stupid. Almost always. Oh. That's, that's like a rule. And this man actually has a pretty good stride. I got to say. Hey, what, like Eric. Jason? No, no. That
3: part in the airport. That's yeah. not him running. Yeah. Oh, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, shit. <laughs> dude, because it's shot from the back, you can see. The <laughs> and then when he turns, when I do the front shot, look at him running. He's like, oh, God, oh, I got oh, it. damn it. I was dude. so happy for old Schwartzies. Dude, because that calling. guy running is like smooth running. Yeah. And then when it shows Arnold from the, the front, boy. he's all like, oh, my God, I'm having to run. God damn it. <laughs> but there's the
0: footage of Arnold running that Killian sees when he's like i want him um, yeah you know there's that's just
3: coming down a hill and he's not but i'm talking about well, full-winded sprint at the airport yeah, i'm more thinking
4: him. the airport run and 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 it and i i feel bamboozled now and even in 4k <laughs> i was tricked go, yeah, go back and
3: watch it again dude you could tell the hair Take is my not movie even right. card away from me my movie <laughs> card have, that's one of my uh, things in the notes i was like you could totally tell that's not revoke revoke my <laughs> movie card everyone
0: but one, Arnold card. but one yeah. thing about this prison setting that they've got them in is they've got this, you know, perimeter where they've got these neck braces on that will explode if they leave the perimeter. Now, I have a question about the perimeter, though, because they do deactivate it. They get away. But like, what's the range on this? Like once they reactivate that perimeter, do do the neck things go back? I'm like,
4: I would say no. It, think of it like a uh, like I'm a sure like a, an invisible fence for your dog. Yeah, if your dog gets out of range of the fence, yeah, it probably they're fine. Just like they're fine on the inside of the fence. You you got to just get past that fence area.
3: Yeah, you have to be in range for it to send a signal to set it off. Yeah, Josh, the fuck. That's why I asked the question, fellas. (laughs) It's not like Amanda Waller on the Suicide Squad. She just pushes a button and your head explodes.
4: You know they say there's no such thing as a stupid question, Josh. But I think you just prove
3: prove that false. Uh, Fair fair enough. And fuck you, Eric. That's what he's really wanting to say. I'm just
0: going to say that. But, uh, but, uh. but once Ben escapes this place with his buddies, let's see, what are their names here? Uh,
3: uh Weiss and uh, Laughlin.
0: Laughlin, yep. Um, There's, you know, Eric and I just did a little show, which isn't out yet, but um, we talked about movies and exposition within movies nowadays and how exposition can be a killer of a movie, in my opinion, because if you start telling everybody a story about what's going on it sort of overtakes a scene and then kills what you're watching. I think even though this movie is cheesy and maybe is not the most, the most thought provoking, I think they deal with exposition in this movie pretty well because, you know, you know nothing about these guys that Arnold got out of, got you know, escape prison with, but he gives just a little bit of information about them. One of them is a teacher who's teaching people how to be, you know, uh, how to how to get around all of this new technology and whatnot. And I think it's really easy to listen to exposition when they lay it out that way in movies, where it's just little things here and there, and you can kind of make your own opinion of where you can go with that from there. It's when you start getting crazy with your exposition that it really goes wrong for me. How did you guys feel about, you know, he he makes a couple little drop lines about Laughlin and Weiss. Did you guys pick up on those? Or does, is that something you guys just kind of?
4: Well, I, I agree. I think I think it's handled pretty well. And yeah. he he's kind of been out. Of, he's kind of out of touch because he's been in the prison thing and he's not super involved with the, you know, the the revolutionaries or the the yeah. resistance or whatever. So they have to kind of explain things to him. Right. Which explains it to us. So it kind of it's a nice vehicle for, you know, his kind of reluctance to get involved, to kind of gets us some information as people try to talk him into stuff. And yeah, one it's thing- cool to see uh I'm I hope I'm saying it right Yafet koto yeah
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know uh we lost him recently
0: mm-hmm.
4: and he's a great presence in this movie yeah
0: I, I like him a lot in this actually yeah. um it shows but- how
4: big he is too when he's standing next to Schwarzenegger yeah dude but there's like a,
0: there's a couple of instances of that in this movie we'll get to one later um yeah. with Jesse Ventura <laughs> but um you know It seems like Ben has already kind of given up to, you know, disregarded the fact that he's ever going to be able to prove himself because even when he's there getting the thing taken off of his neck, you know, uh, Mick is accusing him of, you know, killing all those people and burning his songs and all of that stuff. And, you know, he doesn't try to defend himself in that regard. He's just like, just give me a break and shut up. Like, just give me get me out of here and I'll go. Like, he's lost all hope of defending himself within this world and i think that kind of tells a lot as well
4: yeah it gives me a a little bit of a snake plissken vibe again yeah you know we're already in this sort of
0: snake plus way cooler
4: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean just the reluctant hero you know you've got this post-apocalyptic la going on um and he's kind of getting dragged into the politics of things right unwillingly Mm.
0: and you know he says that his brother's going to help him get out of the country or something. There's there's another little drop line there, but he goes to his brother's apartment, and it's nothing like he would think his brother lives in, and we're introduced to Amber here. And, you know, that also brings along introducing us to Damon Killian, who is our antagonist here. And from what I understand, um, what's his name, Richard?
4: Dawson. Dawson. Dawson.
0: Um, very famous for hosting Family Feud. Dude, back
4: dude from- I grew up watching this dude. Every yeah. day, man. I kind of can't believe how good he is in this. I, I'm just going to say right now, like he is not really an actor. I mean, I, I don't well, know. No, I'm-
3: He is. He's done okay. a lot of TV. Lots of TV before I'm he pulling even got on Family Feud.
4: Well, I, not so much that I've seen, anyway. Yeah, Point he, being, yeah. I know him from being a game show host, and yeah. I, I, he was just, he, he was great Well, you know if the shoe fits
3: (laughs) yeah I mean it's not like he's reaching (laughs) it's like hey we got it we need somebody to be a game show host who you got how about the guy from Family Feud okay he can do it (laughs) I was
0: doing a little bit of research on him and apparently some people on set were like um, yeah he or or some people that he'd worked with on Family Feud had mentioned that his presence in the running man was not all that different from his presence on Family Feud
4: (laughs) Like his character, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like that's, you know, there were some people that were saying, yeah, it's not too far off from his real personality.
4: (laughs) Well, it's funny. He's known for like kissing every contestant, every female contestant. Yeah. You know, and he, of course, does that in this movie too. Like he's giving kisses to the ladies and that kind of stuff. And Uh, and
0: apparently one of his stipulations of taking the part was he could do, he he, he could not do any cursing. He was not going to do any cursing on screen, which is little weird if you ask me but yeah, um that's... how do we like the dance choreography for the running man
3: dude i thought we were watching showgirls for a second do
0: you know who did the dance choreography for this
4: was that yeah. paul abdul paul abdul
1: all right
3: i mean but i
4: right? only know one dance cho- choreographer from the 80s that's yeah. paul abdul because she was a laker girl too. i assume she did all the choreography from the 80s for everything in the world yeah uh that's funny and yeah it's fun i mean it's you know you it feels like a TV show,
0: especially from like the eighties. Cause. Oh yeah. 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 I mean,
4: I don't well, or, I mean, it, it reminds me of uh what's that shit with. Price is with right. With Mandel, where they open the thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Deal or no deal. Yeah. Thank you. That's the one. I, I mean, can't
3: remember things.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, being the eighties, I'm thinking automatically price is right with the girls there. Sure and yeah. show girls there.
3: V- Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Solid the gold dancers. dancers. Yeah. We get past the whole TV show. The thing I going to get to is we get to the apartment. And I don't know. I mean, is this a thing in the 80s? Do women work out in lingerie? That's yeah, what I yeah, want to uh, I'm, I'm like, no, come on. Dude. I know it's an 80s movie, but let's just make it blatantly an 80s movie. We're going to have a woman dressed in lingerie working out.
4: I'm honestly kind of surprised there was no nudity in this film. Yeah. For for like an R-rated 80s action movie? Like it just seemed like that's just something that you were supposed to have. But um yeah, she's working out. She's on her bow flex. How how do we feel about Amber
0: <laughs> here? Because I think Amber is the worst fucking part of this movie.
4: Oh worst? Yeah, yeah, maybe the worst. But I don't think she's bad. I just She's not, She doesn't bring a whole lot. What yeah, is it I don't with have any table? specific
1: feelings about she her. I mean, it's general. a writing
4: thing. She doesn't have much to do. Well, right. I mean, I, I think you could have taken
0: her out of the movie and it would have been not much different. Like you just give somebody else the, the job of, you know, uh, of Richard's trying to use them to get out of the country. And then you've got something. I don't know. Like it just her character seems kind of pointless to me. I, I don't really care for the fact when she's on screen. I'm kind of annoyed by her. And yeah. maybe uh, maybe that is the point, and that's how she would really react in that situation. I just find her to be very grating, and I could do without her in this. Yeah,
3: her progression in this movie is from here to here within this little bit of time. I, I <laughs> said
0: that to Jenny when we were watching. I was like, like "She wow. has been nothing but a a, a, a a crazy mess this entire time, not knowing what to do in any of this situation, and then they're gonna hand her an Uzi." Yeah.
4: Well. Yeah, that is weird when they just arm her and send her into battle at the end, but it's, I mean, I think we could have used even just a drop line of what is her motivation? Why? Like, we don't really know why she makes the decisions she does. Like, why does she decide to help him? She does see, find out like, that's not what happened, but yeah, I mean, I she, there's like a brief line where he's picking through her stuff and she's got some cash and stuff, I guess, suggesting that she's not such a, like a, yeah strict you know she's she'll break the rules occasionally of of whatever the rules are
3: but she's like everybody breaks the rules you know with uh, censored, right, yeah. uh tapes and stuff like that so right I don't know
4: there's just not a lot of motivation or character there she's just kind of a person yeah
0: I mean maybe so. it was a product of the time it's just and, and it's not you know it's definitely not the fact that it's a female character or anything like that again I don't no. want anybody to think I'm a sexist here but it's just thank god
4: her- she's not deaf. I <laughs> <laughs> should really hate her.
0: But I just yeah, I mean, you you hit it on the nail on the head, Jason. She doesn't really have a lot to do here and it's just annoying when she does do things. So, it's 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 tough to watch. Well, let's get into Almost Famous. Almost Famous. I know that dude.
3: I don't know them. I know her. You, haven't you ever heard of that guy what's that guy who was in that movie that was out last year.
4: I'm sort of famous for being almost famous.
0: First one on my list was Yafet Kato that Eric already brought up. But it's not my only one on the list. Does anybody have anybody else they would like to bring up? Eric, go ahead. Kurt Fuller.
1: That's what I have.
0: That was my number
4: one. (laughs) That dude's in a ton of shit. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that guy's like he you could put him with some of the other people we've said you could name this this segment after yeah i mean that's a sure. guy that is is a character actor that shows up in just about everything you could think
0: of and, <laughs> and funny enough d- this was his first film really
3: yeah i've got another one by the way so come back to me oh yeah he's the guy that was in uh, he played the same character in wayne's world the guy working at a tv station roll Cam- camera roll camera <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with this because i I he pops up in everything he's been God I didn't even write down all of his movies and I had three lines here. Uh Sven. Sven all dude. He's in shit tons of movies, and that face is recognizable anywhere.
4: Well he, I want to talk about Gladiator in this while well, we in this during this conversation, but we'll get to there after this segment. But, <laughs> but dude, I we're mean, gonna talk anyway, about Gladiator.
3: Conan, Red Sonya, Cole, Red Heat, Mall Rats, Twins, Hard Target. I mean, it goes on. I just stopped writing. And Gladiator. When, and Jenny, or, and Gladiator, when, yeah.
0: when Jenny saw him on screen, what'd you say? Is that La That's LeFour's. LaForce. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah>.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Our generation will always recognize him. Yeah. So that's who I put as my almost famous.
0: I think we all know Kurt Fuller from Wayne's World. I, I, I mean, that's... You, that's you, and you a mean, number think, of other things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's see here. We've got... He's, he's been in a few things with Schwarzenegger. He was in Red Heat. Uh, Ghostbusters two no, Ghostbusters 2. No, no holds barred with the uh, with uh, oh, Terry uh, the Hulk Hogan. And Zeus. And
3: Zeus. <laughs> yeah, uh Debo <laughs> from uh Friday.
0: God, Stuart saves his family, the fan, uh stuff a ton of stuff that I'm not even naming.
4: A lot of TV. Yeah. I think I don't know. I I I'm still gonna go with Midnight in Paris.
0: <laughs> I think more people would recognize kurt fuller than they would spin
3: yeah but, they would yeah well that's just their problem and they're wrong <laughs> so.
0: I, I you know i said yafet kato because i mean he's he's been in a handful of things that you probably recognize him from but may not be a very popular name namely alien eric's favorite movie sure. um i also wrote down mick fleetwood
3: yep from fleetwood he, mac and heavy makeup he Dweezil
4: Zappa in here. Is yeah, Dweezil
0: right? Zappa too, yep. Now, there's one person in this film that I want to quiz Jason on here. Jason, yeah. this this movie has a connection to one of your favorite film franchises, which your whole backdrop is decorated as right now. Okay. Ha- Halloween. Can you tell me what the connection to Halloween is here? I can uh, tell by the look on your face you can't. Oh, no, shit. I'm not even thinking Jason, about it.
3: Jason, this size- one's going to sting. Besides the fact, like I said, it, it, to me, it looks like John Carpenter could have directed this and did a better movie. He's right. Uh, so, uh, and begin- I can't think, dude. I got so much shit going on. What you got?
0: In the beginning, when Schwarzenegger is told to gun down the people and they tell the, the other officer to detain him, the guy sitting next to him in the pilot seat is an actor by the name of George P. Wilbur. Jason, do you know who that
3: I can't. Actor not, dude, No. If it's not Donald Pleasants and anybody killing somebody, I don't know. He played Michael
0: Myers in Halloween Part 4. That's <laughs> you why. Should this. That's why. Nope. If you love Michael Myers, you got to love all of Michael Myers, even oh. all the actors that played him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's I this thought works. Jason
3: was a Halloween fan. Mm, no. Nope. <laughs> oh, well. That is, that is the worst. Dude, I I hate Michael Myers, that movie. The It's the Mime Myers, dude. Come on. You know I can't stand that movie. <laughs>
0: all right eric you have a tirade to go on Look. with gladiator let's do this
3: oh yeah do your gladiator roll down
4: all right fine well I, it just feels like this is kind of the plot of gladiator
3: i can right? see that you, yeah. you you have
4: a guy that has been uh framed for a crime he didn't commit he ends up in a gladiator ring the crowd hates him he begins to win over the crowd and yep. by the end he takes
3: over.
1: Mm-hmm. The gladiators stole their whole plot and from the running man.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's got spin in it. Yeah, and spin's in it.
4: Too and many spins in it.
0: Too many connections. It's not a coincidence. Ridley Scott ripped
3: off Ridley this movie. Scott is a hack. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did, did Christopher Nolan steal anything from this? Because Christopher Nolan steal something from all of our movies. We're going to be the
0: most hated podcast in the world because we just dump on filmmakers left and right.
4: Seriously, though, this is the plot of Gladiator. So, I I mean, I'm sorry. It is. I, or maybe I, it they is. Read... You have a series of... You have different rounds of Gladiator fights, basically, where he gradually wins over the crowd and takes over at the end. I mean, it's, it's gladiator. Sorry. I mean, you
0: could you could do the You can make the same argument for the hunger games. Yep. Same dude, thing.
3: That's, dude, that's right. what I but got. This came down. before the gladiator hunger games came after both. So that's right. where I had wrote down for this movie. After watching it this time, I was like, dude, this see. It's escape from New York slash LA uh, hunger games. It was like all these movies I keep seeing. And I'm like, it is a mixture of all these movies or these movies. Well, let see. Escape from New York came out before this. Yeah so but uh i don't know who had a better la backdrop escape from la or this movie the city backdrop we don't see a whole lot of that 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 painted backdrop is yeah we kind of get one view of la that one
4: angle yeah where they
0: (laughs) focus in on the guys betting on the rounds and stuff that's like all you see of la through the whole movie
4: yeah well just that that shot of the the city, yeah, you know, the city skyline or whatever, you can only get it from one angle. So, yeah, otherwise, you're just in like a dirt lot or a warehouse
3: or something. The most majority of the time, so let skip ahead. To, we can get to him. He gets caught at the airport because Amber rats him out in the ugly Hawaiian t shirt that he's wearing, and that's not him running. So, sorry, he is a sucky runner. As a bot, my heart's broken from that, shit. but uh, and that's the thing when he gets in, they capture him. This is something I didn't understand because they were talking about. Like when they get into the zone, they can't be tracked. But there, when they're doing all the medical procedures, they say they're putting a tracker inside of him.
0: Well, whatever what are they sticking in between his fingers? Dude, like, that yeah, makes like, me
3: cringe to this day.
0: Yeah. That like
4: that needle going. Oh they
0: do a handful
3: of things. They do
4: they do an injection in his leg and his arm and his hand. I don't know what all that's supposed to be. Right. Dude, those blocks in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah. Holy I mean, shit. That that scene was actually kind of gnarly. Uh, like when he's strapped down and they're doing that stuff to him, it was kind of rough. Yeah, that was kind of the most horrific part of the film for me. Yeah. Um, it always creeps me out. It, you know, reminds me of like the, the Exorcists hospital scene or something. (laughs) just like, I don't like medical procedures. I don't want to watch that shit. It creeps me out.
0: Well, how do we feel about Killian pulling the card on him with like, if you don't do this, I'm going to send your friends in. We find out that he's got Laughlin and Weiss and he's going to send them in in place, but lo and behold, we get to game day and he's just throwing them in there with them. I mean, that's a fucking terrible turn of events there, but I guess we shouldn't have expected anything less from Killian from what we know about him at this point.
4: No, you can't can't trust him obviously. You have no leverage. You've already been captured. There's no leverage right to make some kind of a deal. You're going to go in one way or the other.
3: Yeah. I mean in the fact like you said, he has basically the whole government at his disposal to find these guys, his buddies mm-hmm. because he I remember he calls him he's getting hold of the justice department gaming division yeah. or TV TV division whatever. I'm like, "Wow, this is it's, it's weird. 2021? It, it, gets like- a little, it gets a little convoluted actually. I, I feel like it's like,
4: well, does he have power or not? Because sometimes he's like Yeah, oh, there's if a- he gets out of our out of this, we'll we'll lose our chance, or like he has to ask permission in some c- cases. There's a little murkiness with how this works and what kind of power he actually has. It seems like he has to like request. Yeah,
0: because he's 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 Justice getting on the Department. phone to call the government in, at the beginning of this to get Richards. And then once Richard starts winning the crowd over, he's getting calls from the attorney general.
4: Right. So, like it's like, they, so he does answer to someone.
0: Right. He's not
3: like at the top. No, but he's got power. Little, he you, does have power. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's just he does. But it's funny, like you said, what we were talking about earlier about TV and government. I mean, he doesn't answer to a uh, corporate TV guy. He answers to the government. Right. <laughs> the government controls the TV. So. Yep. That's how, it, I mean, he doesn't even have a middleman. He's like, he's even, ta- what he talks to the president at one time or <laughs> this, something?
0: Uh, this sounds so much like Trump's America. It's not even funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's really not funny.
0: No, it's not. It's really.
3: No. Dude, did you always want to do on, go on the bobsled ride? Oh, you kicked him in the tube? <laughs> I don't know, I wanted man. to go. I, I, I was like, dude, looks looks so much fun.
4: Yeah, I, I, mean, I think there's an, ep- we need an epilepsy warning on that one. Yeah, that's that shit weird. was <laughs> <That> flashing.
0: <laughs> with, my, with my motion sickness nowadays, like when I was a kid, yeah, that probably would have looked like a whole lot of fun. But now I'm just like, fuck that. <laughs> I have a I'll little be- issue with that once we get to the end of the movie, though. I'm always a little confused by they get in there and they've got this whole group of people that are like crowding them and moving them along, like herding them like like cattle. But yeah. like, w- like wouldn't the first, like I would feel like they would be the first sort of that they would have to deal with, like, why aren't they hurting them? Or is that just their purpose? Is to the herd yeah. them into the into the yeah, game zone
1: just to like get them in there,
3: dude. These people reminded me like SM gear people uh dressed yeah. up at Halloween war nights at Universal <laughs> right, Studios, right? Where they're poking you to get you to go through the haunted house or through the little alleyways so they can you can be scared. That's when I watched it, I was literally, because I've been to Halloween Horror Nights so many times down there, but I was just like, dude, this is exactly what this is like. Well, it's hey. very
4: Mad Max. They've got lots of yeah. sports gear on. Yeah. The, the guards in the Prison in the beginning have like batting helmets on. It's like standard issue. Dude, they're
3: wearing wearing like the urinal pans on their face for face masks. (laughs) They're like this big. They're like, we need a big face mask for, you know, because it's 2019. They're probably going to be dealing with a pandemic. So we got to put these big. This is the N9500 face mask for anything. N9500. Well,
0: part of my, part of my pitch to Jenny with like the TV show that I was cooking up in my head while we were watching this was their first line of like having to deal with something within the game zone would be you know it's whatever year it is and we've dealt with a pandemic that has made people become blood hungry not necessarily zombies or anything like that but like they're infected in some way and they're very violent and like that's the first thing they would have to go through
4: they're iron deficient
0: (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, we get introduced to our first stalker here, Professor Sub-Zero. Yeah, uh,
4: Sub-Zero.
0: And how do we feel about Sub-Zero? Sub-Zero pre-Mortal Kombat. Yes. Sub-Zero. Yes. That was the first thing I thought when Mortal Kombat be- became popular. I was like, the guy from Running Man? <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> funny. I had,
3: I had the same thoughts when the game come out. I was like, because, I mean, I've seen this movie so many times. I was like, they made the hockey guy into the video game? What the... <laughs> Could I you imagine
0: Mortal Kombat with that guy in it instead of the regular, the Sub-Zero we all know and love today?
3: <laughs> Had just a big razor hockey stick. It, it, to me, he reminded me of the James Bond villain. Yes. With he, the hat. Odd job, you're talking yeah. about. Job, yes, yeah. Odd job, yes. Random task.
0: But that the <laughs> actor that plays Sub-Zero has been in quite a few action movies yeah. as like a antagonist and whatnot. Well, he I, was I, a I
3: professional d- wrestler, too. Yeah. So. It's Professor Tatko...
0: Yeah, Professor, like that's... He has that on the front of his name as Professor or something or other.
3: But yeah, he's a professor of wrestling and hockey, Toru obviously. Tanaka.
0: Yeah. It's Toru Tanaka. How do, how do we feel about Mr. Sub-Zero's death?
4: I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought the Sub-Zero section was kind of the weaker... Maybe the, one of the weaker attacks. It's just weird. Oh, no. it's it the so hockey so theme.
1: slow. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know, the hockey theme, I did like the idea that they're all of a sudden on ice, hard to run, yeah. hard to get away, yeah. it puts you at a disadvantage.
0: I know we have a section for quotes, but we're going to start saying some of these as they come along, because there's still going to be plenty for me to say in our quote section.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: But, okay, I do not fucking understand Arnold's one-liner when he kills Sub-Zero. <laughs> Did anybody does anybody know what the fuck Arnold's talking about? What he say? Here's sub zero. Now plain zero. Like that is fucking dumb. Oh yeah,
4: that is the worst line of the film. I I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think what? what he's saying is it was sub zero, meaning it was below freezing. Sub zero? Huh? I
1: and guess. He, I mean, your guess as good plane as mine.
4: zero, which is he's like what? Like he's room temperature? A, I don't know. He's nothing. I, He's nothing. He's a zero. He, you know, he's he's. It went from cool to. It's not a good line. It's. But I, yeah. I
3: do like the one right after that. What happened to Sub Zero?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was a real pain in the pain neck. in the neck. God
3: damn.
4: <laughs> What's the the Simpsons character based on Schwarzenegger? What's his name?
0: I've never seen one episode of the Simpsons. So
4: what the what? what?
0: I've said that before maybe it was on. no I think it was on maybe it was on not a bomb podcast I said that I haven't are you
3: talking about the beer guy no no I'm talking about McBain
4: Uh, McBain anyway he's the he's the Arnold Schwarzenegger analog on the Simpsons and you occasionally get McBain Hmm. and his lines you know it's like it feels like it really came from this movie (laughs) probably did (laughs) So. I mean it's a it's a mixture of a lot of things, but I mean this movie I think has more one liner Arnold one liners than any movie I can think of. Not yeah. just
0: Arnold. I mean you've got Jesse the fucking body Ventura in here dropping some shit too. Are you ready for
4: pain?
3: Are you ready for suffering? <laughs> Welcome to Captain Freedom's workout. <laughs> Dude, that hair piece he's wearing is horrible. Oh, bad
4: it's hysterical. I bad. love it. I- it's funny. Oh. I mean, he even gets some of his hair pulled out later.
0: Before we get to the to, to Jason and I's favorite stalker, uh, we've got Amber back in the picture here who has started to, to discover that things have been fabricated. You know, she hears a news report that says that Richard's killed people at the airport, and she's like, that's not true. So she goes digging. And again, like Eric said earlier, I, you know, give me some kind of reason for her motivation other than, I mean... It, she seems like so absent-minded about, you know, she works within this company. So, like, is it really the fact that she got kidnapped by Richards and now she's seeing all this corruption that drives her to go digging for, for all of this information? Like, it's just yeah, seems, I mean, it so seems like sudden. Like
4: she, yeah, she should be already, like, kind of wrestling with her position working with the yeah the TV. Like, she, we should get something of, like, maybe she's got friends that are in the resistance that are trying to convince her, but she's just not there yet. Or, you know, something, something to kind of, you know what I mean? Like yeah. something to, to make her like, she's wrestling, she's on the edge. And then he pushes her over the edge. Well, one thing I think is interesting is, you know,
0: she sees him in the hallway as they're walking him to the show.
4: Yeah. Super weirdly. Why it, would they be in the same hallway? It doesn't make any and sense. she's there with her friend,
0: no, notably, paying $6 for a Coke. That's one thing <laughs> I picked up on. And then the fucking lines that this girl drops to her, she's like, You're lucky uh, he didn't kill you. kill you, then rape you. Or rape you, rape you. <laughs> or rape no, you for- then kill you. It's like, <laughs> No, come the on.
4: other way around. It's rape you, then kill you. Or whatever you, way it is. It's you. like, God, this this,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this woman's got his fucking sick twist in mind. But I can only imagine that she's. Seeing what's going on, hearing this from her, but like, you know, it, within all of this that happened, like Richards never tried to do any of that to her. Right. Is that really what sparked her curiosity as to is, oh, well, is Ben Richards really that bad of a guy? I mean, at this point, she's already seen the news thing that says he killed people.
3: Yeah.
4: No, I think by this point, she's already seen that they, the, the media's account of what happened is not accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So she knows that he didn't kill. I mean, they accuse him of killing people on the scene at the airport, which she knows he didn't do. Right. Um, which means
3: they killed him. Mm -hmm. Somebody killed him.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing that's crazy about this. And we'll get into that here shortly,
3: but either way she gets put into the game.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, they catch her going through all of this stuff and finding, you know, going through all the footage and boom. I thought it was
3: interesting. She,
4: she finds the digital video
0: Mm -hmm.
4: file. And I was curious when digital video really came about. And it was only 1986, a year prior when that was introduced commercially, digital video. So that was a very new technology back then.
0: Well, I think when you're making a movie based on the future, you're trying to use every bit of new
4: technology you can fit in there. Sure. And they touch, they, I mean, I'll just say it now, like they have voice control stuff, which obviously is not originated in this film, but you know, Star Trek and things like that. But Mm -hmm. she walks into her apartment and, turns things on with her voice yep. just like Alexa or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we get some deep fake technology at the end of this movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big and, time. Yeah. And that is really like, wow. Like you guys just got like pretty much exactly deep fake technology going on in this 1987 mm-hmm. movie, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Killian, you know, Killian secretary, tells him that they found her snooping around in the digital archives. So he's like, okay, this is just, this has took a good turn. We're going to throw her into the game. And then if she had no, you know, if she was questioning anything at this point, when he puts her in that car and talks about her sexual background and all that, that's, you know, okay. Yeah. I work for some pretty fucked up people.
3: <laughs> I like it. I like the company. She had two partners in a year. She, she cheated on college exams. <laughs> she had two to three sexual partners at one time. No, it was in one it year. It was in oh, one, one year. year. It wasn't right. at the same time. It was
4: literally just like she has a oh, normal wow. dating <laughs> life.
3: She slept with three different guys in one year's time. Woo. Let me clutch my pearls. So <laughs> oh, bad.
0: Do we think she got to this part where where Ben Richards and everybody's at really fast?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like she she got
4: to skip the the, the ice rink because the guy was killed. So she goes to yeah. She she gets
3: to skip to level two and meet up with them.
0: Oh, that's what it is. The herder people just herded her to that part of the game.
3: All right, you go this way. Yeah. Okay. You go left. You don't go right. You go left.
0: If I could have handled her from the point where she starts in the movie when she's introduced with Richards, it's here where I really start to dislike her a lot because she's just an absolute mess going crazy and, and like talking so fast the entire time. The whole scene she's in with Weiss and he's trying to give her the uplink code and she's just okay, 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 blah, 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 like. I guess in reality, that's probably how she would be reacting to this situation. But God damn, it grates on me in this movie.
4: Well, the big problem is, OK, if, if you're going to say she's of course, she's not used to this type of scenario. She's not handling it very well. That's fine. But don't give her a, an Uzi at the end and and have her raid the building with everybody else. Right. She even goes off on her own for some reason. They let her go. She's off on her own in the. Like, yeah, the whole group leaves her alone in the hallway for no reason. Right, <laughs> like why is she even there? Yeah, but
0: she shows up in the game zone, and you know, another thing I wanted to note is how they let the the uh, the audience pick the stalkers that are going to be going after the people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a fun little commentary that they have their favorite stalkers and they want to send. You know, you can right. pick and choose, and that's a yeah, fun and if aspect your stalker of this does as well.
3: You earn presents yeah. and yeah. gifts and but you Every, know. everybody gets the running man board game yeah the, <laughs> right the, the home the home edition yeah. but
0: when I was a kid oh. I wanted that so bad <laughs> <laughs> but we get buzzsaw and dynamo here okay you mean light bright I fucking love buzzsaw
1: he's pretty great <laughs> hey, light, hey
3: light bright <laughs> no 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 I have his name he is light bright Pavarotti <laughs> that's good <laughs> That's what I, he is.
0: This was such a weird pairing cuz like they're two completely different stalkers. Oh. But Buzzsaw is crazy. Like I I like when he's introduced in the beginning like coming into the <laughs> to the building <laughs> and he fucking hits the guy, "Buzzsaw touched me."
4: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, Which- I mean that feels like that. That stuff feels weirdly like real too. Like, yeah, yep. people like fans just get like going nuts and and the sort of like well, at
3: WrestleMania or
4: something. Right, exactly. They feel like <laughs> wrestling fans. I mean, these ob- these guys obviously feel like professional wrestlers. In some cases, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Buzzsaw's the best. He's got the coolest, you know, ability or whatever. Uh, yeah, Com- when he's like like pressing the, the motorcycle over his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's the coolest stalker in my
0: opinion, but very unrealistic the way this shit works. Like there's no way this dude's
3: starting up a chainsaw on a fucking motorcycle. All right. This is the thing. He's doing it on a motorcycle. He cuts to a board clean cut. Yeah. With a chainsaw. I mean, I, where i live i live in texas we're a logging community i have operated chainsaws i wish chainsaws would cut through wood that fast that's freaking awesome
4: he cuts through metal he cuts through metal with these things this is a future chainsaw this is not your standard issue chainsaw
3: Yeah, (laughs) but this is the Uh, one thing i noticed this about all the stalkers they are osha ppe compliant
0: Oh, they've all got gloves and buzz saw? He's yeah. got
3: earmuffs over his ears for the loud chainsaws. He's got safety glasses. <laughs> 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 Mr. uh, what's his name? Uh the fire guy, I can't just forgot his name. He's got safety glasses and yeah, a fire fireball pursu- yeah, fireproof yeah. fire suit. That's the fcc man. You gotta have they make them yeah, wear that shit. But Sub- I was like Sub Zero had a full face mask. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I I just noticed that. I was like, dude, they're all OSHA PPE compliant good job that that'd be another
0: great thing to throw into the tv show is sort of a little background thing is like oh, all of our stalkers are osha compliant
3: <laughs> everything's safety we kill with safety that's it nah, dude i was just noticing i don't think i'd ever noticed it before i guess of working having adult jobs as we grow up and having to wear this kind of stuff i was just like wow he's wearing hearing protection eye protection <laughs> for his chainsaws, I, he just don't want to get bone fragments in his eyes when he's sawing through somebody. Yeah, yeah. He's worried about his hearing with the loud chainsaw. You don't want to catch a spark in the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It
0: go. looks pretty fun when he's pulling Ben around on the back of that motorcycle, though. Like that looks like Ben could have been having some fun there.
4: <laughs> like, okay. Hey, I noticed that
3: wasn't Schwarzenegger. Am I? Yeah, so dude, a little that credit was, for that. That was blatant.
4: That's
0: something that's really fun to do in Schwarzenegger movies is actually watch for when there's stunts going on. Because yeah. in most Schwarzenegger movies, you can blatantly tell that it's not Schwarzenegger <laughs> in those scenes. Like there's a scene in T- Terminator 2 that is so oh, yeah. fucking obvious. <laughs> the the motorcycle, right? Yeah, when he's coming down on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. When he's
3: jumping, and yeah. the guy's like this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not Schwarzenegger. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Jason? But you were talking about getting pulled behind a motorcycle. Uh, Jason Moment, I have done this not on purpose. Oh my God. <laughs> it, oh is, no. it is not fun to get pulled behind any uh, all terrain vehicle of any sort. And unfortunately, mine was being pulled uh, on a skateboard in which I fell off and I got drugged on the concrete and the uh, gravel. Yikes. And not fun.
0: Well, as far as our stalker scene goes here with Buzzsaw and Dynamo, I mean, unfortunately, we. We lose Laughlin and Wise here. Was I just not seeing it properly, or did Buzzsaw hit Laughlin in the arm and that killed him?
3: No, he's kind of I think he's covering it with his arm. So yeah, it kind went the into his gut like remember it cut through wood easily. Imagine what it would do to skin and bone.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that was kind of the reveal, I think, when, when moved his arm back. Arnie comes back and he moves his arm and you see it. So props to Yafet Kodo. That dude can sell, I mean he did not have a lot of screen time in this movie and you still feel it when he, yeah, that, that like that death scene. It's just like, Oh man. Like I, I you know what I mean? Maybe well, it's, it's just cause
0: it, you know that these guys are here. They've been put in this position for no reason. Like the, yeah. you know, that these guys are not bad people. Mm-hmm. They've just been portrayed as bad people in the media. Well, arguably
4: he's a better person than Ben Richards because right. they are, he and and what's the other dude weiss 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 are like really trying to make a difference and help people Mm -hmm. Um, which
0: is some good one-liners come from them trying to find the uplink satellite in the in the place and richards is just like no we got to get out of here like there's some good one-liners in there that we're about to get to
4: for for as many like you know cheesy one-liners and stuff in this movie as there are i think arnold really does like have some good comedic beats like some good comedic timing with some of his lines like yeah. his sort of uh attitude towards just survival
0: uh
3: uh-huh. feeds some okay. humor in the film right all right but this is the part i feel uh, you talk about amber dynamo's character is pathetic the st- the whole idea like you said he looks like a human light bright <laughs> he's freaking pavarotti opera singer over here like this right. and dude and he's in that little bitty freaking car dude he's oversized <laughs> for the car the little go-kart and i love that when he's chasing ben richards up the thing you can hear them playing flight of the valkyrie in the background yeah da, 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 da. well apparently yeah, like-
0: apparently that guy was actually an opera singer and sang the lines and in, in the, when they introduced dynamo and he's singing he actually sang that
4: he's elmer well, fudd dude
1: I yeah I don't understand his his character so yeah, he it's, yeah. he needs a rework like mm-hmm.
4: how could he be one of like the top like even the people that he electrocutes like well I guess uh, the one guy does die from being yeah, electrocuted Weiss. but I just like seeing the rotoscope lightning I'm just happy to see some rotoscope lightning <laughs> anytime I can get it let me have it
3: but yes I agree he's not much of a threat and i think the reason weiss died when he got electrocuted because he was with the electrical panel working yeah. on the code i think that helped that's what i was he really getting died. to
0: is like the the energy transference from that thing because he he zaps amber shortly after that and it just stuns her
3: yeah well so he I, does he has a stunning because it's a different color when it came out oh, okay but he shoots he shoots it at ben richards and it hits right to the ground and you see this electricity go up into his legs that he's still running yeah. Well, just yeah, he got like a little bit of the electricity. Yeah.
4: He's he's Arnold, you know. He can absorb some of that. Plus, he's wearing like a Shocker uniform, you know, from Marvel. Shocker, yeah. the Shocker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got like I'm the, the Shocker.
0: I'm the Shocker.
4: He's got the <laughs> the, the the quilted uh, quilted <laughs> outfit. Dynamo's kind of rapey though. Like
0: oh, for sure. Later, for sure.
4: There, later.
3: No, he's rapey there because he's yeah, got he's it laid on top too. of that yeah. brick, that yeah. piece
4: of slab of concrete. He's gonna do it then. Yep. Which makes him even more pathetic. He's just like this just pathetic like.
0: And know. honestly like when I was a kid and saw this and the whole thing goes down between uh, Ben and Dynamo. When he, he goes up that hill chasing Ben Richards and then falls down. I, he shouldn't have survived that because his fucking head's sticking
4: out of this car that just rolled over <laughs> exactly. 13 times. Yeah you yep. need a roll bar bud. Right. And then. His, his mohawk saved him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I was always when I was a kid, I guess I really really wasn't paying attention to the dialogue in that scene because it's blatantly obvious that he says I wouldn't kill anybody, even scum like you, because you're unarmed.
3: Yeah, when he stabs him, I always thought he did stab him. And when I was a
0: kid, kid, I thought he killed him, and then when he comes back later, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, what happened? Like another
3: gladiator thing.
4: They do that in Gladiator. He everyone wants him to kill him and he doesn't he doesn't finish the guy off. I mean, come on. These are Ridley Scott is a hack. Uh, after well after this uh
0: everybody starts thinking oh well ben richards is in the game let's start betting on him and shit's starting to get serious but i want to go ahead and get into it you're gonna need a bigger quote jason you got any taglines for us
3: uh there were four but they were literally two of them were a mix of the first two so i'm just gonna go with these two uh the year is 2019 the finest men in America don't run for present president. They run for their lives.
4: Uh, that's okay. It's not yeah. terrible. I don't mind it.
3: Yeah. Uh the running man. A game nobody survives, but Schwarzenegger has yet to play.
4: Mm, <laughs> yeah. Stupid. We're just leaning on our on our yeah, big name.
3: Yeah, and then literally the other two were like half of this one mixed with half of this one and then the other one was the other half it was like really there was really basically two taglines so yeah the first one's good but again the long tagline yeah Mm -hmm. really really long so i don't know i really don't care for either one but the first if had to choose is better than the second so if that's your taglines folks
0: there's already plenty that have happened there are more that are gonna happen but we're just gonna go ahead and start going from here First one I'm going to throw out there is at the beginning during the prison break. He grabs the guy by the belt and he goes, give you a lift.
2: <laughs> 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 Throws him over the side of the thing.
3: Uh, I'm going to go with Buzzsaw because we kind of skipped over his whole fight and death scene here. But I love the saw. The saw is part of me and I'm going to make it part of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jenny, you
0: you look like you got a few here, Jenny.
1: I got a bunch. <laughs> Nothing worth losing your head over.
3: (laughs) Right.
4: (laughs) I've got that one written down too. (laughs) Uh, Eric, what you got? Uh, when he's got Amber hostage, he
3: says, remember, I can break your neck like a chicken. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like a chicken.
3: Uh, I can get 10 points just for his biceps alone. Yeah, that's good. Uh,
0: I like when she's talking about when they're on the way to the plane at the airport. She's like, I'm telling you I get sick. Air sick, car sick. I'm going to throw up all over you. (laughs) Go ahead. It won't show on this shirt. (laughs) I love that one. (sighs) Jenny, what else you got?
1: He had to split.
4: (laughs) What happened to Buzzsaw? Buzzsaw. He had to. Uh, I do like when he does say, when he says the I'll be back line, you've, you've got Richard Dawson saying only in a rerun. Yeah, that's good.
3: It's kind of a nice, uh, I twist. like the old, I like the old lady. That boy is one me motherfucker.
4: <laughs> <laughs> biggest laugh of the movie.
0: Oh no, honey. Ben Richards is a runner. You got to pick a stalker. I can pick whoever I choose. <laughs> uh, we're kind of at this point now, but Richards and Amber are running away. And, um, she's like, we should have taken a trip to Hawaii. And he goes, I had the shirt
4: for it, but you fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are like the, the funny moments of talking about, like he's the, got, he's, he kind of delivers them nicely. Uh, the end, ca- the in camera
0: one-liners where he is looking at the camera and giving a one-liner for a kill or whatever. Those are good. The shitty ones are the ones that you can blatantly tell the 80 yard in like Mm -hmm. the thing with buzzsaw when she says what happened to buzzsaw he had to split they adr'd that you don't see arnold say that you can obviously tell it was adr'd in
3: yeah hey uh what's the matter steroids make you deaf? yep i had that (laughs) one hey lighthead hey christmas tree (laughs) (laughs) when he calls
4: uh when he calls uh fireball he says what a hothead (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh boy!
0: <Woof. laughs>
4: or when he lights him up? How
0: about How a light? About
3: a light? <laughs> oh, I got. There's nothing funny about a dickless moron with a battery up his ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you've got Killian and Arnold throw this one out there, but hello, cutie pie! One of us is in big trouble.
4: I oh. I, I have one, another one here. Uh, when she has the 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 video footage of the uh, you know that exonerates him. He says, "Where did you hide that?" And she says, "It's none of your business." Yeah. Can we? And my spec- question is, where did
3: she hide that? Can, can we speculate? I mean, can we speculate I, I, that she hid that in a questionable area? Yeah. Because yeah, we know where it was. <laughs> I think uh, we know where it was. Okay. Uplinks underground. Shove the uplink up your ass, and then you'll be underground.
0: <laughs> These are the ones I was about to get to. They're talking about getting to the satellite, and they've got to jam the signal. And he's like, "Jam it up your ass."
3: <laughs> <laughs> I say, all I see is a bunch of low, uh, low foreheads who think they can change the world with dreams and talk. Yeah, that was. I like beginning. when they break into the the
4: the TV control room, and they say, "Don't touch that dial."
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a Dweezil Zappa line that's, that's right there. Zappa,
4: yeah. I, there's a, there's a, the quote in this movie. I think that we should probably play the clip up. You
0: cold-blooded bastard. I'll tell you what I think of it. I live to see you eat that contract, but I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. Ah! Another good line is when they're doing the uplink code at the end. and He goes, Mr. Spock, you have the con. And the guy goes, who's Mr. Spock?
3: <laughs> yeah, that is fun. <laughs> that is fun. Come on, man. We still knew who Leonard Nimoy was in 2019. Here we are with Fireball. They've sent Fireball
0: into the mix. Old, old Jim Fireball. Brown. Jim, Brown. Jim Brown.
3: Dude. I mean, you greatest, know. One of the greatest running backs in NFL history. That being said, Fireball's kind of a dud. Yes.
0: And his hair is fucking terrible.
4: You mean awesome, I think. But... Terrible. His hair is the best thing about him. Uh they just he doesn't have much to do here. We don't really see I do kind of like how the flames are pink. I think that's yeah. just because they're so hot coming
0: out of that gun. But yeah, but I, I think that's cool.
4: I, I that feels like an effect, right? Like
3: it's probably something they put in the uh, or fuel. or
4: an intentional, yeah, something and additives in
3: the fuel to make it pink. It's just weird that it's a pink flame. I yeah. know different fuels will burn different colors and you can add things to them and change it.
0: One thing I really like about this scene when they're going through this area and it's like a, an old locker room or something like that, and you know, you've got uh, Amber and Ben have been split up and Fireball's going after Amber. And she finds these bodies within this locker room or whatever. And she finds out that it's actually the quote unquote winners, winners. of the last running man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's that a is very, an
4: interesting reveal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, I like when she sees, you know, Fireball approaches her and she's like last season's winners. And he's last season's losers. I mean, I think that's a really cool aspect of this, again, that that they've fabricated all of this. It's Mm -hmm. all for entertainment purpose. And we've got to let you know that somebody has won this at some point. Nope. This is all fabricated for your viewing pleasure.
4: Right. You wouldn't watch as much if you thought there was no chance of anyone ever winning, right?
0: Even though people are so excited about the stalkers taking these people out. Like, that's one thing that's kind of a little off kilter here is they're so unhappy when these stalkers get taken out maybe it's that no stalkers have ever been taken out before people they they're just been told that they have evaded the stalkers to the end of i don't right. even really know what the end game of this game is you
1: got to go through all four quadrants okay i, I yeah
4: I, it does yeah that's that is a good point josh for a, a show called the running man you know our our guys never actually just escape anyone they always kill them
3: right now, because remember, if you win, you get a jury of your peers, uh, suspended sentence, in, so all or, that, stuff, yeah. uh, or, uh, or a pardon, which is lie, 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 you're gonna die.
4: <laughs>
2: right.
3: <laughs> you lie, know what? lie, lie, you're gonna die.
4: <laughs> and again, it's just like, it's just like the gladiators, right? right. You, you know, the, 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 the big, strong gladiators that always win are the celebrities. And, you know, you've got to, you got to throw a bunch of prisoners at them to, uh, Give him someone to kill.
3: Gotta have ratings.
4: Do you guys think uh Fireball's response to
0: Richard's ripping out the gas line is pretty hilarious? When he panics? Yeah.
4: The, <laughs> the gas, gas line! <laughs> the gas line! <laughs> <laughs> It was almost like Jim Brown thought he was about to blow up, right? In it's real like, life. Oh, shit. He's like talking to the director. He's like, my gas line. They're like Jim, it's, it's not real, buddy. It's, it's, it's there's
0: just no water. gas in there. You're it's just water, man. You're okay. You're still yeah, going to live good, to play buddy. football. Don't panic.
3: <laughs> All right. But I do want to, before we get to that part, dude, let's talk about the chase scene between Amber uh, and Ben Richards with fireball chasing them. That goes on forever. Of oh, run, run, run. They kind of try to play that up as almost
0: like a horror movie esque. Which mm. again, I think I don't really think they play with that aspect of this enough either. I thought that they would be another be cool thing is you could really make some horrific scenes with these stalkers and the quadrants that they're going through.
4: Sure, like a slasher kind yeah. of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you don't get that. It's mostly just like an action.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, you don't get. Uh, you get a little bit of that here where he kind of will surprise you. You don't know where he went, you're in a dark alley, but it's not done very well. It kind of makes me all that
0: much more excited at the fact that Edgar Wright has taken this on and I'm anxious to see
4: yeah what he could you, do with it. Yeah, I mean this is, you know, we talk about remakes that shouldn't be made. This is this prime is candidate. Great... This one should yeah. be yeah. made. This yes. is something that Absolutely. has lots of great opportunities that were missed in the first go round, and you can really do something with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned it on the show before. Like, you don't, you know, leave Back to the Future and Jaws and and all of those classic movies alone. Let's go back to the ones that had a great premise with a bad script, and it, let's let's improve there. This
1: or this, poor execution, or you know, whatever it was. Yeah, like this is
0: a one number one prime candidate for that for sure. And I, and I mean, with the fact that we've talked about Edgar Wright. You know, and and he loves horror. He loves social commentary. You know, we talked about him a bit with uh, American Werewolf in London. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he's a great candidate for this. And I'm really, I'm excited now that I've found out that he's helming this. You know, know, who knows what could happen in the coming years? Because we've seen so many directors get attached to a project and then leave it because of studio interference or whatever. I really hope he gets to hang on to this. And I'm really anxious to see what he does with it.
3: Yeah, and then when he's done, he can do the other Stephen King novel, Maximum Overdrive remake.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> we need to watch that movie soon because we just got to get it out well, of
0: system. Um, well, spoiler warning, that's next week's episode.
4: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> shit. Er, that's the next movie of the week we'll be doing, actually, is next Yeah, we don't overdrive. promise
3: next week's episode. We just tell you it's coming up soon. <laughs> you never knew. But this but, uh, is the
0: point where Amber and Ben, you know they're running through this last quadrant. And I also really like the idea, you know, they they drop lines about this when they're running through here, but, you know, all of the satellites are pointed to within the gaming area. And that's why no one can ever, you know, uh, take, take control of this signal or shut it down or do any sort of propaganda is nobody's ever known where they broadcast from, like where all these signals are coming from. Mm-hmm. But it also is a weird again, off kilter thing here because they're in the game area when Mick finds them.
3: That's a a question I had.
0: So if they were already in the game area, they knew where the, I I guess they needed the uplink code. That's what they really needed, but they knew where it was. I just find it kind of weird that they were there the whole time and weren't able to do anything. I think it's
4: just their hiding spot, you know, kind of you're hiding in, hiding in an area where people wouldn't look for you in the game zone, Yeah, right? I,
0: I, I love that idea i love the idea of a, a corporation has this thing that can't be interrupted because they're doing it from within where you can't get to it and, and then
4: Mick, did he have old makeup on yes right for it's, sure so it's bad, bad why did they age makeup. him like i i just don't understand maybe it's just from the book well
0: in character. 87 mick fleetwood wasn't didn't look as old as he looks to what us. Why does now. he need
4: to be old? I, I, I don't I have no idea. I, mean, I don't care if he's old or well, not. Well, the leader of the resistance. He there's an interesting
0: old, little infor- bit of information that people have on the internet that he's actually supposed to be playing Mick Fleetwood in this movie.
4: <laughs>
0: like, that's interesting. He, he is actually Mick Fleetwood because of the like drop. Mick Fleetwood in
4: 2017 or yeah. 2019. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, because the, the, he makes reference at the beginning about you uh, locked up all my friends, you burned my songs, so yeah. people are riding oh, on the coattails shit. of that, thinking that oh uh, shit, that's actually Mick Fleetwood. Dun uh, dun
3: dun. That's kind I of like a, that. I, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Yeah, and, and he took in the Weasel Zappa because yeah, his dad's dead. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, I like shit. it. Good one. See, Josh. this is
0: all. This is all like great things that would be like fun commentary and things to interject into like a a long running TV show.
4: Hey, Where, could 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 we get Mick Fleetwood back for the remake? Yeah. And just say hey, he just doesn't need the aging makeup
3: now. Right. He's just
4: old. No, no.
3: Hey, no. In this one, they'll have, uh, you know, the when Edgar Wright does it in his it'll be Paul McCartney is the leader of the resistance. He's oh, the there you go. Man. I, I, I like that idea.
4: <laughs> yeah. Peace but and
3: love, man. It
4: would be cool though to bring in like another musician as yeah. the leader of the resistance.
3: I kind of you know? like Eric's
0: idea. He could play the same character and have the same scenes and the same
3: dialogue, and it would not change anything. <laughs> <laughs> and Stevie would be Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm going with it.
0: We talked about how they get into some deep fake here, and I think this is another great thing that that that's a great problem that's interjected here is the fact that now they've lost Ben and Amber, they don't know what they're doing. Uh, captain freedom has had a moment of ego awakening is like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. They manufacture a death scene. Yeah. And this is something I also
4: stage one.
0: Right. And you might say something I didn't pick up on in my previous watches of this is the guy that they kill in that, you know, this, this is all deep fake stuff as we know it now, mm-hmm. like that's an actual person they killed.
4: Yeah. Well, well, that yeah, is even say you didn't have to actually
3: kill him. Yeah. That is like fucking nah. crazy, dude. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like in Marvel movies, they put everybody in a green suit that he was basically a guy wearing the green suit, but they yep. killed him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he was, he was, uh, what's Sean brother's, brother's name? <laughs>
0: Sean Gunn, you're t- you're thinking of James? Oh, Sean G- Gunn, yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. He was Sean Gunn. Yeah, he was Sean Gunn. He was Andy Circus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I do like that scene where they're fighting in the in the cage and he throws that dude through those spikes. That shit's awesome.
4: Yeah, that's actually uh, uh one of the better action scenes so where they throw him into the razor wire and they kind of go back yeah. and forth it's pretty enjoyable
0: and i love the fact that ben and amber are watching this they're watching yeah. them manufacture their deaths on television oh, and just died yeah <laughs> and amber makes a good point she's like hey we're dead we can go anywhere do anything you know she's kind of got ben's perspective from earlier like, yeah and now yeah, he's completely good. flipped i mean he's got a good point though like they're never gonna let him leave there like they're, they're going to hunt them down. They're going to make sure that they're, you know, they're it's, it's even good.
4: more. Yeah. They're even more of a target now. Their very existence would be proof that the thing is fake. Right. Yeah, Arguably think, they don't even have to go there well and, I think, and play that. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, they don't even have to go there and play that video. All they have to do is play a video up. of themselves in the base where they're hidden and safe and go, yeah, we're here. They've yeah. already hacked into the thing. They can play whatever they want. Right. Right. They don't even have to go there. They could just stand in the in the base and go, We're here, we're still alive, they're liars. This is Eric, proof. I'm right here. Boom. Eric,
0: that wouldn't make a very good final act, man.
4: My point is
3: it's a <laughs> it's a plot hole. A plot hole? It's a plot hole, and you're an asshole. There you go. <laughs> Always an asshole. You're an asshole. Well, no, we did that last week. So But yeah, I mean, here's
0: here's where I was like they're just gonna give her a gun. Like I just felt so out of left field that they're gonna make her part of this whole resistance now. I mean,
4: it makes no sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'm all for strong female action presence and whatnot, but what we've seen of her throughout this movie doesn't lead me to believe that she's capable of handling herself in this situation.
4: Arnold even says, yeah. like, you need a leader. You've got a band of nobodies that yeah, kids. and that's fine. Like sending sending her on the mission. Okay, maybe you need the manpower, and you know sometimes you're you're desperate. But once they get there, they all split up and leave her alone, which that's the weirdest part.
0: And lo and behold, she's facing the same one that tried to rape her earlier,
4: yep. trying to and do it again. And he's in his tidy whitey's
3: i about and- to say, a scene we did not need in this movie is the close-up <laughs> of Dynamo's ass and the whitey-tidies. I could have done one of that. It would have been better if they put, like, a, like you know, a nice, you know, some skin marks in it. It would have been even probably better. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> What's the matter,
0: bitch? why aren't you laughing <laughs> this guy's Dynamo is absolutely the worst i'm just he gonna, is he's yeah.
4: I mean Blech. at least well yeah I don't know fireball is so disappointing like they they build him up he's the, like kind of the last big bad you got to deal with but the and thing is it's jim it's- brown which makes him like even more mm. badass and he comes out and it's like you're doing nothing you're just walking around a flamethrower and then you get you, you just like get blown up immediately. I don't know.
3: But what's cool Let's, is he's shooting flamethrowers and stuff that he's not shooting fucking, you know, look, uh, static electricity. I look like a Christmas tree. Ooh, <laughs> like a sing fucking opera at three octaves. Whoa. Did you guys
4: ever watch The Tick?
3: A little oh, yeah, bit. I did. A you little
4: guys bit. familiar with The Tick? Do you remember right. the guy that, that wore the the, the full uh, carpet outfit and he would just shuffle his feet
0: and he would shoot <laughs> <Yeah>. static electricity? <laughs> static electricity. God, I got to go back and watch some some Spoon! of the tick.
4: Yeah, it's been a long time. Not to the face. Yeah, I
0: mean, his outfit also is not practical in the fact that, yeah, just throw some water on him and you're going to take him out.
3: Like, all she it does was, is set off the sprinkler system. Yeah. He fries his ass. Death by sprinklers, dude. Bam.
0: But yeah, I mean, surprise, surprise. Ben's alive. They show up in the, in the studio and start taking motherfuckers out. Um, kind of a disregard for public safety there. I mean, they have a lot of... Well, I don't know how innocent they are if they're egging on this game where they're killing people, but you know, open, yeah. you know opening up fire in this place with all these innocent people seems
4: a little problematic to me. Arnold
3: he says, knows. get the people out, get the people out. He's Yeah, he does do that. He's a man of the people. He's
4: trying to protect people.
3: He was a cop at one time, so he wants to protect the people. But we, we
0: get our final showdown here with, with Arnold and Killian, which... Yeah, I mean, I don't really yeah. know what you what we could have expected from it. I guess it's okay. I mean, you're not going to get that final battle like Commando or Predator with the, your your big bad at the end. But you I know was, what I would,
4: you know what I would have preferred. What? I mean, I I I like that they you know they kind of they shoot him through the tunnel, whatever. But I I think it would be nice if they shoot him through the tunnel and then he has to run for his life from. Just people in the streets or whatever. Like people who've decided to turn on him, he has to, like, he has to run. You know what I mean? That's a much better outcome than what we get, which yeah.
3: very anticlimactic. I mean, they could have done some CGI of Richard Dawson, you know, doing some spin kicks, back kick something like that. <laughs> I don't Just a full on fist fight with fist fight Richard with Dawson. Dawson. That would have been <laughs> awesome, dude. Family feud, getting <laughs> his ass beat by Arnold. That would have been so. <laughs> And it's kind of a wet
0: noodle. They sort of play up the uh, Sven, the security guard guy who's with Killian this entire time. They kind of play it up. Like there's going to be this big battle between him and Arnold at the end. And nope. nope, He's like, I guess I got to go get some more steroids.
4: (laughs) It's funny that he's just named Sven. Yeah. Like he's, it's just his name. He's Sven.
3: That's his name. In the film. He plays himself. Yeah. He's, he's a good buddy with Arnold. Yeah. That's why I think he's in all of his movies. Yeah, I think okay, they were much. I think they were
0: lifting buddies. Lifting you know, buddies.
3: But, but I do like the one little one-liner right there when uh Killing tells him to drop dead and he says, I don't do requests. Yep. <laughs> he says, Well, that hit the spot. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the other thing that I think does not need to be here in this movie is this last shot of him him and Amber. Completely unnecessary.
1: They're brought together by trauma. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I actually liked speed. it visually, though. I, I liked the colors and um, of the set. Oh, I, I'm not knocking the
0: the cinematography or the shot or any of that stuff. I just feel like a romance between he and Amber is nothing that I cared about. No, somewhere. it's
3: just no, yeah, thrown in yeah. there. I think the best part of the ending is,
4: no pain,
0: no, no. gain. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> love what is that. it? With fucking 80s movies, you got to end on that fucking crazy ballad song. <laughs> like, <laughs> ugh, I <clears throat> f- fucking hate that shit, man. You love it. Hate it. Hate it. Well, let's get into them. Talk kills.
4: Kills, that
3: sounds good. Let's do that. Are we all going to have, or at least half of us have the same kill?
0: I think me and you definitely have the same kill. I don't know about everybody else, but you want to go ahead and do ours?
3: Sure. Should we do it together?
0: Okay. (laughs) Three, two, one. Buzzsaw.
3: Buzzsaw. He had to split. He had to split. And then I love it when he's going through him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like the extra couple ox- he was going for dynamo dude maybe dynamo taught him how to hit that extra but yeah, yeah. when he goes through him oh that's that's and it even shows his belt where are cutting that yeah i kind of belt, through into his belt for the longest
0: time dude watching this movie when i was younger i had when they cut to that shot i had no idea what that was It didn't, I didn't put two and two together that it went all the way up through his belt. I thought there was some kind of like, I thought Richards had like wrapped his legs up in some kind of like, I don't know. Like some of the shots they go to in this movie are very weird. Like there's that, there's a, there's another one I can't think of right off the top of my head, but there's like like with Dynamo, we talked about, I thought Dynamo was dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, if i would have paid closer attention to that i would have known he wasn't too but because he opens his eyes but there there are a few weird shots where i have trouble putting together what they're showing me in yeah. this movie so that was one or, of them
3: or what's even better if you pay attention to the commercials it's the movie you're watching right the shots and the commercials on the tv screens are just the movie you're watching i yeah. was like that's crazy so yeah buzzsaw my top kill that was great
4: all right eric how about you uh, I'm going to go with the guy who runs out before the 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 invisible fence is turned off and his head explodes. Oh, that's nice. good.
1: There that's good.
4: Go. I forgot about that one, actually.
1: Exploding a It's a like pretty a good million. exploding head. I, yeah.
0: You got
4: to hand it to him. It looked pretty good.
0: Because it's, fu- it's a full body shot of yeah. a head exploding. Like I'm actually kind of curious as to how they did that, to be honest they with you. They probably had the guy inside
3: of it, shorter guy. And then they, they probably put blew the guy's head off. Yeah. <laughs> <up. laughs>
1: <laughs> You don't know what links they'll go
3: to.
0: Yeah. Yes.
3: Jenny,
4: top kill?
1: I'll say sub zero. I mean, a good cap decapitation, you know.
4: Mm. Can't... Razor wire around the neck. Pretty yeah. gnar. Yeah. Pretty gnar. Yep.
0: All
1: right.
3: Well, at least right. they were all good kills. I think Eric's the only one who went with uh, not a stalker.
4: Yeah. 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 Well, let's do good, the bad, and the ugly now. Let's do it. The good, the bad, the ugly.
2: Why? <laughs> what?
0: The good here is the social commentary slash the, the, the idea behind this, I think is a very, very good idea. And was it executed great here? No, but I still have a lot of fun watching this. It has its flaws. We've talked about it already. This is a prime candidate for a remake. Looks like we're going to get that from Edgar Wright. So I'm very excited for that. That's the good thing here. Bad, Amber. I think she's not necessary in this movie. You could take her out of it and it wouldn't change a whole lot. And the ugly is Jim Brown's hair.
4: Oh, shit.
3: I'm going to call Jim Brown. He'll stomp a mud hole in your ass. <laughs> it looks like I'm a call fu- Jim
0: Brown. His hair looks like a fucking skunk tail.
4: Well, I mean,
3: yeah, that's true, but... But it matches his outfit, dude.
0: No, no, it doesn't.
4: <laughs> yeah, it
2: does.
3: Jason, go ahead. Okay. uh, My good, it's just a fun 80s movie. Uh, I mean, I do like some of the kills in the movie. I mean, I love bus Buzzsaw. Buzzsaw's my favorite. We didn't talk a lot about him, but I do love his interaction with uh, Arnold when they're fighting. So, that very Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel to it. So, obviously, I'm going to love that part uh just like you said the same thing social commentary real life happening here especially in today's world because this is set basically today uh only a couple years ago but uh my bad is yeah uh damn josh i think we're going on the same shit. uh amber totally useless <laughs> i hope <laughs> her character is useless in this movie it's annoying I hope Edgar Wright does something better and gives her uh, a better story in his movie if they use that character. Uh, and the Ugly is freaking Dynamo, dude. Horrible costume. Whoever did costume design, I hope they never got another job in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, totally terrible. Light bright Christmas tree shit. And yeah. yeah we, and we did not need the ass shot.
0: I'm just realizing that I, I have ranked Jim Brown's hair worse than Dynamo's outfit. So maybe I maybe I need to rethink my decision. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's why I was like Jim Brown's hair, dude, there was way worse here than Jim Brown's hair. So. Dynamo's
4: <laughs> underwear. Yeah. <laughs> the- All right, Dynamo's Eric. ass. What's yours? Dynamo's saggy underwear. <laughs> <laughs> um My good, I'm gonna say the reversing jets on the sled. Uh, rather than just catching the sled or having it slowly come to a stop, it has a reversing jet on it, which is there fun. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, also good, the Adidas uniform. For yeah. The running, that, I noticed for the, that too. For the running men. Bad. It feels a bit cheap with the sets. Uh, it would be nice to be on location every now and then, uh, you get a little bit with the prison break, but other than that, it's, it's a lot of just sets.
0: Especially that rear projection in the helicopter at the beginning. Oh God, it's bad.
4: That city backdrop, horrible. And ugly, other than Dynamo's saggy underwear, I'll say uh, Jesse Ventura's battle outfit that they made for him, which is intentionally bad, but it is hilarious. Like, I that's a funny moment where What do like, they think what they the were,
0: hell is this? What do we think they were trying to accomplish with that? Like I don't the, know. there's the one shot where he sticks his hand up and there's something covering his hand. Like I have no
4: idea what they were
0: going for there. It's
4: absolutely ridiculous. It's just some the, the idea is it's some overly designed thing, kind of like Dynamo's suit that makes no sense. Dude. And he's just like
3: this is stupid. Yeah, actually Jesse's Ventura's even regular outfit with the blue shirt with the big red gauntlet gloves and everything. Uh-huh. That was horrible, and we forgot to mention the one thing during the workout video when he walks by and he goes, huh, he goes,
4: ah, and walks off. <laughs> I like the workout video commercial. That's yeah, good stuff. That was okay.
0: How do we feel about the fact that Jesse, or you know, Captain Freedom's character gets out of this? Well, presumably scot free.
4: Yeah, I yeah, that is interesting. You think we would have a, a you know a, a confrontation? But, yeah. yeah, he goes on to be governor of Minnesota. Yeah. What if?
0: All right, Jenny. <laughs> Last but not least,
1: the good is all the one-liners. Yeah, this is the only reason to watch this movie. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I think some of them are pretty shitty, but it's definitely it's definitely fun to
1: it's watch. It's Fun to laugh at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bad is Dynamo. He's he's just the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, the ugly is pretty much the entire premise for this movie because it's so on the nose bleak but very plausible Mm -hmm. for the times that we are in now um, especially the government overreach and control and I'm going to use this opportunity since we're on that topic to say that women of Texas I stand with you.
0: I think we all stand with you.
1: Uh, What your governor has taken away from you is your right. No one can tell you what to do with your body. And the people who are making these laws are the same assholes that won't get the vaccine to save (laughs) the rest of the country from disease and death. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry you are not... You're, you're not pro-life. You're pro-birth. And Yeah, because once
0: they're alive, they don't give a fuck about you.
1: Yep, You don't want to give them medical care. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give them college. You don't want to care for them in any way. This is another systematic tool of oppression to keep poor people poor. I agree. And to take control over women. And I'm, I'm disgusted and I'm saddened for you. And the fight's not over. Yep.
3: And being a citizen of the state of Texas, totally agree with you 100%. Uh, women have the rights to their bodies all the time. They fought, it should always, there should not even be a topic of discussion. A woman's body is her body, her decision. Florida's next, it is. dude. Yeah. And that's, again, next. Yep. and that's again the politics running everything. It is more about what I can do to make my office better to make it he our governor here wants to just go to the next level he doesn't care about the people he cares about his political thing and that's it and the same thing you're dealing with in florida that's all it is and uh hopefully in the next election he's gone him and trump and desantis can all go vacation somewhere
0: we can put them in the um uh, running man <laughs> and that would be
3: nice <laughs> there you go so
0: all right. Well, I think unless anybody has anything else for the running man, I think that'll do it for our discussion. Does anybody have anything else they want to bring up?
3: No, I'm good. If you're listening to this, I hope you keep listening for another year. It's been a great year. Yep. Thank yep. you, peoples. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That's is, all I have to say.
1: Is it Stephen King September? Is it actually happening?
0: Well, I mean, we are watching Maximum Overdrive next. For so the movie of the week. We're gonna commit. We're gonna commit. Okay.
3: But what's after that?
0: Oh, shit. Oh, we've still got to make a decision on that number there. But, uh, so... Definitely watching Maximum Overdrive for the next movie of the week, so you have that to look forward to. Uh, If you are listening, uh, if you like this episode, please make sure you like it, share it, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check out our YouTube channel. You can catch my review of the 2021 version of Candyman up now, and you can hear my thoughts on that. And you can see me doing a few other things there on the YouTube channel. And until next time, be kind. Rewind! Been listening to the VHS Files Podcast.
4: Watch a few movies, take a few notes. If you like what you heard,
0: please subscribe and drop us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast.
4: It was fun. <laughs>
0: Send your questions, comments, and movie suggestions to VHSFilesPodcast at gmail.com. I sing for fucks
2: one too many movies.
0: Don't you blame the movies? Follow us on all social media outlets. At VHS Files Podcast.
2: Movies don't create psychos.
0: Check out our YouTube channel for more content.
2: Movies make psychos creating us.
0: Thanks for listening.
4: Is Jenny talking shit about me? I can't hear it.
0: Mm-hmm. Was his name John Kimball? Did he teach kindergarten after this? I'm Detective John Kimball.
4: Uh, <laughs> I'm a cop, you idiot. It's not a tumor. Who is your daddy and what does he do? You're going to die if you don't, you know, like just quick, like the stupid, you know, I'm inventing lines that aren't in the film, but the point is,